the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Welcome. Second to last show in this time period. Now, you can listen to the show anytime you want, frankly, uh, even next week. You can listen to the... Maybe you're listening to it at the same time you always do. Anyway, How does so. that work? Wait, I thought once it goes out in the ether and then it's, it's gone. gone forever? No, it used to be that way. Not anymore. Now we have podcasting, and uh, you can download that. Anytime, anywhere, podcasts are available. Uh, but beginning Monday, we're going to switch over because Doc mm. has uh, moved on to his own thing. Uh, we are going to uh, fill that void in the mornings. And then, this is pretty exciting because Steve Dace is joining the, the Blaze lineup. He's Love him. really good. Yes, he is. He's really good. He's a smart man. Uh, super smart and, and a really good broadcaster. So Steve Dace will occupy this particular time period. I'm going to the morning show from 6 to uh, 8 Central. Yep. 7 to 9 Eastern. 7 to 9 Eastern. What time is that in, like, Denver? Um, That would be uh 5 to 7. Like in Montana, it's 5 to 7? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what about, like, Washington State? 4 to 6 in Washington State. And what about in Juneau, Alaska? It's uh, 25 after 3 in Juneau, Alaska. I don't know why. They're just, they wanted to be different, and, and so they are. Wow, that is weird. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, isn't that strange? Thanks for the lesson. Really strange. Time zone lesson there. (laughs) (laughs) But because we're returning to uh, mornings where I've done almost all my career, uh, I think we'll commemorate it with some, maybe some throwback uh, bits from the days of Glenn and Pat. Uh, (laughs) I I think maybe next week we'll we'll feature some of those, some of those memories. Um, Nice. Because we've got some pictures for today. I'm trying to get up on the, uh, on the websites, on Facebook and uh, s- snapbook and it's not snapbook and it's, it's uh, Facebook, Instaface. Right. It's and, not in, it's uh, Instagram. Different places. Look for, all you have to do is look for Pat Unleash <laughs> at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So yeah, we got some we got some photos and uh, some other fun things uh, coming, and so we'll be sharing those with you. But uh, beginning Monday morning, we'll be doing mornings, and hopefully uh, you will join us for that. Blaze Radio. Dot com, blaze TV dot com. Um, and we're kind of psyched about it, except for getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> hurricane hit yesterday, and it was, oh boy. it was everything they were afraid of and probably more. Man, that was bad. Jeez. Um, the devastation is pretty amazing. And as the sun came up today... Some helicopters flew over the area and and sort of scoped it out. And ABC had some footage of it that's amazing. Um, yeah. Do we have that now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, let's take a look at at uh, the first part of this. Um, Hurricane as Hurricane Michael just left one of their school gyms in ruins. It made landfall as a Category Four hurricane, almost Category Five, packing winds up to that. 155 miles wow. an hour. Strongest storm to hit the U.S. in nearly 50 years. Look at that wind right there now. Hundreds of thousands of people across Florida and Georgia waking up to scenes of total devastation. You see this school right here completely destroyed. Oh, dang. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, strongest storm in nearly 50 years. So that was stronger than Andrew? Was that stronger than Katrina and Andrew? Wow. That's kind of amazing. I'm going to find that out, yeah. Or is it, I know it's the strongest to hit the panhandle. The panhandle, and they were saying in a century was expected. Um, but the strongest to hit the United States in 50 years, that's a pretty big statement because yeah. there have been some strong storms. That's it, the whole country. Wow. My gosh. That is crazy. Um, but there was uh, more damage than just the school, sadly. I mean, they blew off rooftops. It blew off rooftops. It it uh, blew cars down streets. It, it flooded areas. It swept homes out to sea. Mexico Beach in the Florida Panhandle, just devastated. Just absolutely devastated. Here's some more scenes from uh, ABC News. Hurricane Michael is the strongest hurricane to hit the U.S. since 1969, ripping through the southeast, leaving a path of destruction in its wake. The monster storm slamming into Florida's panhandle, making landfall near Mexico Beach just before 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, man. Winds at 155 miles an hour, just shy of a Category 5 hurricane. With terrifying winds and torrential rain submerging whole neighborhoods, tearing apart homes and buildings. Here in Panama City, communities taking a brutal beating. Storm peeling off rooftops and swaying palm trees, throwing debris around in all directions. Watch as fierce winds tear apart this Panama City home. This is the first Category 4 hurricane to ever hit the region. Wow. Oof. Uh, I, you know, there's an example of how you're warned over and over and over, and you just kind of get numb to those warnings. Talked about this a little bit yesterday, because so many of them don't pan out. The storm weakens, or it takes a turn and doesn't hit you at all, and then you've taken all this time and effort to prepare for it or leave or whatever. You're showing signs on CNN now where, I mean, it just it looks like uh, it's like a, like Beirut. Yeah. I mean, worse than Beirut. It's going to have to be completely rebuilt. A uh, lot of people lost their homes. That's uh, really, really sad. Um, and where's our Mercury one? Uh, it's right there. Your hand was on it, right there. They're right here, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so, as as always, when something like this happens, um, we need your help to help them. So. Because of the catastrophic storm surge, the destructive winds, and, I mean, there's, it's still going on. When it went into Georgia yesterday, it was still a Category 3. It was that far over land, and it blew through the Florida panhandle and went into Georgia uh, as a Category 3 storm. Just amazing. Unbelievable. So, 155 mile an hour winds. Oof. I can't even I can't, imagine. Yeah, can't imagine. I mean, we had, I think, 103 mile an hour winds or whatever with Hurricane Ike, and it was frightening enough. 155, that tears everything down. There's nothing you can do with that. Um, so our partner updates, Somebody Cares, setting up a pod. That's the name of the place, not that just somebody randomly cares. Um, they're setting up a pod and hot meal station in Panama City Beach. Already had a location identified where they'll set up as long as it's accessible. We also have a second location in Tallahassee in case it's needed. Uh, once they assess all the damage and and uh, everybody knows what type of volunteers are needed, 
they'll be mobilizing our network for volunteer teams as well. So they're going to need a lot of help, as you just saw. Um, in preparation, uh, Team Rubicon also moved into the area days before. Um, so if you want to help out, whether you can help out as a volunteer, maybe register, uh, or you you can donate to the cause, mercuryone.org slash hurricane relief 18. Mercuryone.org slash hurricane relief 18. Or just go to mercuryone.org and, and click on the link there. And you'll be able to find it. Um, but just to show you what kind of need they're in, ABC News was uh, rolling footage when the roof of their hotel collapsed. They, they were sent to this hotel because it was concrete and steel reinforced. So they thought, okay, this is going to be a good place to be. And and uh, even the roof there kind of collapsed. Take a look at this. Just a short time later, with so many of the families seeking shelter here, we watched as part of the hotel roof collapsed. It's going to go. It's going to go. You can see the roof of the hotel that we had been standing out there. That was the shelter for a Category 4 hurricane. That has now come down on those SUVs. Moments later, the windows shattered. The view from the highest floor of the hotel providing a view of the destruction. Just the stunning amount of damage. I mean, it's almost apocalyptic. Those are the roads, the streets surrounding the hotel, completely covered in water. And when the storm finally passed through, the scale of the devastation coming into focus. Signs of destruction everywhere, a twisted boardwalk, debris piercing through this car's windshield, and the windows of our third floor hotel room had blown right out. You can see that the streets are completely flooded. And this stunning drone footage this morning revealing a school in Panama City completely destroyed. This dramatic video showing the moment a beachfront building under construction partially collapses, lashed by the high winds. Wow. There's nothing you can do with that. I mean, 155 mile an hour winds, and then you got the storm surge coming into. It's just, uh, there's no escape there. But some people stayed behind anyway, and they had some stories of uh, some of those who did. While hundreds of thousands were told to evacuate, many decided to stay. Colleen Swab of Panama City says she and her family rode out the hurricane in their downstairs closet. We were hiding in the closet, and all I could hear was a lot of wind, and I thought the roof was going to come off. Sabrina Marshall was also home with her family when Hurricane Michael bared down. And that's when he said, move, 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 and the door flew open and the roof blew off. This morning, massive power outages across Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Hurricane Michael, even as it hit Georgia, was not giving up. Still a Category 3 hurricane at that point, with plenty of punch. Thrashing winds tearing apart homes and uprooting trees, including this one, caught on a home security system. It was terrifying, honestly. There was a lot of noise. We thought the windows were going to break, and we did whatever we could, just kind of hunker down and tried to wait it out. Yeah, that's why you evacuate. It's a good safety tip. That's what you just saw there. That's why you evacuate when they say, hey, you know what? You should evacuate. They're not kidding around. Mm -mm. It was so bad yesterday that Rick Scott, the governor of Florida, said, look, if if, uh, uh, you didn't leave by now, it's too late. It's too late. Just find some place to hunker down. And who's going to come get you when all hell breaks loose at your house and it's blowing down the street? Nobody can come out in that. Not FEMA. Not the fire department, not the police. Nobody can come during that time. You just, oh man, it's important to 
to uh, follow those safety tips because you know there's nothing that they can do once the thing starts, as we just saw. And of course, the other wonderful thing about all this uh, is that it's all going to be politicized. Hmm. It's about global warming, and the countdown begins. What was it 50 years ago when Camille hit? If this was global warming, what was that then? Because that was a stronger storm. So uh, was that global warming too? Or does this just happen once in a while? 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, Years ago, Glenn founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because he was so frustrated with the real estate agents he had when he was trying to sell his home in Connecticut. And it was kind of important because they'd already moved to a location closer to our studios uh in manhattan and so they really needed to sell it and it just sat there for two and a half years and so they lost a lot of money in that process they didn't want that to happen to them again and they didn't want it to happen to you ever so they did a lot of research into what makes a great agent and great agents just they're knowledgeable and they spend full time doing this they know about things like curb appeal what your landscaping should look like uh the trim what kind of paint does everybody want now? What colors do they like? Um, is it professionally staged? What are the pictures like that you're going to post online? Because you got to get people interested enough to show up at your house and look at it. When should you list? Uh, what's happening in the market all around you? How much do you charge for your house? What kind of price can you get? All those things are really important. And that's those are the things that these agents have been vetted on. There's over 1,200 of them uh, nationwide. And... They're fans of the show, so you also have that in common with them. So that's that's why you should work with the agents of realestateagentsitrust.com. 1,200 of the top agents in America working to earn your trust. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I'm going to tell you about these... Uh, Chinese spies that are stealing secrets uh, from American businesses um, and the government, they've got a system that's just unbelievable that we got to do something about. Also, uh, we'll tell you about the uh, situation in San Francisco, update you on that, the uh, public pooping capital of the world. Hmm. Well, at least the nation. I don't know about the world, but it's it has no, 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 no. It has been the, named. Yeah, the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, they actually picked up on that. Did they? Pooping capital of capital the world. Of the world. Nice. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, San right. Francisco. Yes. Congratulations. You did it. You did it. Sure did. And it only took seventy years of mm-hmm. progressive policies to make it happen. That is fantastic. No crap. Well, man, isn't that something? See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. That was really good. I tried. Yeah, I wouldn't really, say it was really good. No, it was great. Worth a try. It was great. Let's go to Jeff in Colorado. Hey, Jeff, you're on the blaze. Yes, gentlemen, good morning. Hey. Uh, you were talking about Hurricane Camille. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family and I were taking a vacation one year. I think I was about nine, and we were going to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. And we stopped to stay with some family in, in Oklahoma City, and if we hadn't, we'd have driven into Camille. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, now, that- where I live, where I live... We don't get that kind of warning. We don't have three weeks warning. We have tornadoes. Yeah. In Colorado? And, no, Kansas. Oh, okay. Yes, in Kansas for sure. Yeah. We yeah. don't get... You might have 10 minutes. Right. Maybe. Which is not enough time to get out. Plus, the doggone things hopscotch around. Yeah, those are... Uh, tornadoes are just terrifying. Just and terrifying. 150 mile an hour wind, <clears throat> most of those we get are like 200, 250 mile an hour. 
Mm. So, you know, the only difference is uh, they're smaller storms. Yes. They don't last as uh, long, and they come and go really quickly. And yeah, it, it can hit somebody across the street and not you. So, yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit more pinpoint, but still, they're terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Appreciate the call. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Uh, I'm not sure which is worse, frankly, tornadoes or uh, hurricanes. I I hate them both. I don't want either one of them happening in my neighborhood, my city, my state, my country. I don't want any of it. And again, I will tell you, there were two things that stopped us when we moved from New York and moved this operation to Texas. Because I was initially pushing for Houston. And Glenn said, yeah, what about the humidity and the weather? Yeah, that's true. Oh, and the hurricanes. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to worry about hurricanes. Because you're you're on constant alert from June 1st to November 1st. And mm-hmm. it can happen at any stinking time. And, I mean, they're not safe still. One could form tomorrow or later on today and just start rolling through the Gulf or... Uh, the Atlantic. It's it just sucks to have to be to have that in, in the back of your mind all the time. Just really not fun. Really not fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And then you know in the uh, tornado alley, Dallas is in the middle of that. Uh, you have that concern. California, you got got your earthquakes and fires. And Utah, wow, they've got a fire situation going on right now, too. There's no escape. Yeah, I recently saw a story that said the safest place in America, mm-hmm. Wyoming. Really? If you're trying to avoid... So nothing na- happens in Wyoming. If you're trying to avoid natural disasters, Wyoming. <laughs> really? Now, That's let's interesting. take that survey if the Yellowstone thing comes to fruition on any oh, level. Oh, man. So. Ooh, well, we're nobody's safe if that happens. That's true. If that super volcano were to go off in Yellowstone, as we've spoken about, it covers like two-thirds of the nation in soot. Um, At least. A lot of the nation is covered in lava. I mean, literally, it just spews lava over about five or six states. So that's fun to contemplate. We got that going for us, too. And a happy Thursday to you. Yeah. We do this um, early in the day. Starting <laughs> we'll scare on the crap morning. out of you on your way to work. Oh, yeah, there are going to be days week, that you're so. going to be waiting for Glenn to come and yeah. lighten the mood. <laughs> you'll uh-huh. be terrified. You'll be in a, like a, you'll be curled up into the fetal position. Huh? In your car on the side of the road, crying, weeping hysterically. Probably naked. You've thrown off all your clothes because you just can't face the world anymore. What? And. We'll be proud to be able to bring that to you next beginning. Does next that week. help to take your yeah, clothes it does. off? It does. I don't know why. It's, it's because you came into the world naked, and you want to get back to that feeling again. Like, oh, I remember when I was curled up in a fetal position, and I was naked, and I was in the womb. Nothing could hurt me. <laughs> All right. 888 This is kind of fun, because um, I love to... We, we love to show when the media is just stark raving wrong, and that happens a lot. And so when there's absolute proof of it, uh, we'd like to share it with you because we, we know we'll get just a little bright feeling during the day. And maybe that's wrong of us, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, they were all talking about uh, how Kavanaugh would not be confirmed. Most of the figures in the media uh, believed that he was in jeopardy. He was in trouble during this confirmation process some said his nomination was toast um so let's 
take a look at some of the highlights of the media being 100% wrong. It's even possible that President Trump and Republicans never get to replace retired Justice Anthony Kennedy with a conservative pick. From all the reporting and the sourcing that I'm getting, this is a moment in history where Brett Kavanaugh could actually may lose this nomination, may lose the confirmation. If the Brett Kavanaugh nomination um, is now hurtling into the sun, which is what I think. If they hold on, I think Kavanaugh is finished. Judge Kavanaugh is toast. Her telling her story, it will be damning, and I don't think that Senate Republicans are going to be able to overcome that. 50-50. Really? I said after Ford testified he would not be confirmed. I'm highly confident in the accusations that are going to be made. Avenatti is mm-hmm. a bit of a showman, but he has represented women whose stories have turned out to be true in the past. I know you probably don't want to show your hand or show your cards here, but... Um, do you think um, that by Saturday mm-hmm. evening we'll be saying Justice Kavanaugh? Um, you know, I'm a prisoner of hope. <laughs> what the <laughs> What? Cory Booker is a prisoner of hope? I thought he was Spartacus. <laughs> Man. What? Hey, wow. Got a lot of names. Well, Spartacus was a prisoner, too. Uh, maybe he was a prisoner of hope. That's, I don't know. That's good. Well played, Pat. How great is that? I'm a prisoner of hope. There's another <laughs> expression we have to exploit for the next 10 or 15 years. You, well, you know what? What's that? Uh, I'm a prisoner of hope. <laughs> wow, that's... <laughs> okay. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a prisoner of hope. In addition to being Spartacus... I'm also a prisoner of hope. Yeah. Um, wish I could identify. <laughs> However, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. I'm just a prisoner with no hope. Yeah, I know. That is, it's, boy, he is. Oh, can he be more dramatic? He's embarrassing. What a dummy. Oh, my gosh. He's embarrassing. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This is really kind of cool. Peter Jackson, we're going to play this uh, trailer for you in a couple of minutes. P- Peter Jackson, ha- apparently, to honor his grandfather who was in World War One, has put together an amazing new documentary where he took just tons of footage from World War One, and he uh, color corrected it all to the colors of that time. Mm. And somehow i don't even know how you do this how you take existing footage and turn it hd how you make it hd oh nice how do you make that old footage high definition i don't know but he did it wow apparently and uh and then you know how they also they're all they walk so fast because the frames per minute were hand crank or something yeah and and apparently he fixed that so they move normally how long did this take him i must have taken him years years and years so Peter Jackson, of course, if you're not familiar, Lord of the Rings filmmaker, uh, one of the best in the world. Uh, He said, I wanted to reach through the fog of time and pull these men into the modern world so they can regain their humanity once more, rather than be seen as Charlie Chaplin type figures, which is what happens in those archives. By using our computer power to erase the technical limitations of a hundred year old cinema, we can see and hear the Great War as they experienced it. Wow. That is going to be something this. else. Well, uh, we don't have time right here, but we, coming up in a few minutes, um, we will uh, play the trailer here because I'm looking forward to that. You know when it comes out? Uh, it doesn't say here. Uh, the There's a special presentation in five days on the 16th, and 
So so soon. Pretty soon, yeah. So sometime after they do the premiere, right? So you would think, I don't know, maybe December? We'll see. We'll look it up. 888-900-3393. Get to your phone calls, too, coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, Dmitry Levitsky tweets, How's Pico holding up in this hurricane situation? You know what? I, I'm not sure. You can't know because O-Search has oh, no. it's a broken link now. No. Too many people want to know. Either that or he just maybe took it off. He took his tracker off. Or did somebody get to Pico? Hmm. Has he been killed? From uh, Cheeto Addict, will Pat's morning show have weather and traffic? Actually, traffic and weather together every four minutes on the 8s. No, I think we're deciding, we're trying to choose between every two minutes on the sevens or every three minutes on the fours. Yeah, that's our meeting today. We have yeah. planning meetings mm-hmm. all week, and we're getting to the traffic and weather times today. That's Just on the agenda. so that we know the best time to do that in your local listening area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Millennial Falcon tweets out, do we have Mercury One paper, Ivan? <laughs> yeah. Keith, it's right there in front of you. Yeah. Interesting. Right That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And it was. Your hand was actually on it while you were asking me where it was. So, uh, Sylvia in Indiana, you're on the blaze. Hi. 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 It's, it's good to talk to you, but uh, you did well. I tell you why I'm calling? Um, they have a little note on the computer screen that says okay. how to donate without a computer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I could probably guess. Uh, are you looking to donate without a computer? Well, I don't have one, and I'd certainly either like to have an address or a phone number. Okay. That's great. Uh, yes, we have a phone number. You can call Mercury One at, are you ready? Yep. Okay, 972-499-4747. That number again is? 972-499-4747. So okay. you don't forget, call before midnight tonight, 972 499 4747. Thank you, Sylvia. Thanks a lot, Sylvia. Appreciate it. We appreciate your donation. Thank you. Uh, Ethan in uh, Bahrain, you're on the blaze. Yes. How are you, Pat? Doing good. You? How are things in Bahrain? I'm doing all right. What time is it? Uh, It it is uh, 7.35 p.m. Oh, we're a night show there. Wow. Wow. Okay. We're we're all over the place. Hmm. (laughs) All right. What are you doing in Bahrain? Are you in oil? I, I well, I uh, yeah, I work at uh, I work in well up until today I worked in Saudi Arabia. Oh, uh, at the oil company there. Okay, but today's my last day, so it's an exciting, exciting day for me. Does that mean you're coming back to the U.S. or what are you doing? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. cool. So what's up? Back to Oklahoma. Well, mm. yeah, I'm going to call you to task on this uh, global warming thing. You say it doesn't exist, but I have I have proof it does. When I was growing up. Mm-hmm. They got up to maybe 130 days uh, out of the year, but this last eight years, I've been here in the Middle East, and it's like 110, 120 degrees for 100 days, 100 days out of the year. So, obviously, global warming, right? <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Proof positive. Man. There you go. You nailed it. Um, thanks for putting us in our place. I mean, <laughs> when you're right, you're right. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think the average in Dallas is uh, 18 days during the summer that hit 100 or more. And this year there were 
18 days that hit 100 that or more. same or more or That's less, the same. And okay. so you know what the theory is. If it's more than usual, it's global warming. If it's less than usual, it's global warming. Okay. And if it's about the same as ever, it's global warming. So I see. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Bastardi from weatherbell.com mm-hmm. was on um, with uh, Jeffy and Chris this morning. Um, and you'll be excited to know that a rough winter is a coming. Based on is it? Uh, yeah, based on what's been happening right now, uh-huh. um, compared uh, to other years that uh, the way the Atlantic was, and then he talked about some Newfoundland something or other stream loop thingy. Anyway, damn gonna be, Newfoundland thing is yeah. pissing me off. Yeah, God, just when we start to get our lives back together, the Newfoundland thing yeah. comes up again, raising its ugly, stinking head. Speaking of Newfoundland. You know what we should do is oh. invade Newfoundland. That's what we should do. We and should wipe Newfoundland off Time the out. face of the no, planet. No, 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 no. Let's do that. But when we get there, the stated objective is just to force them to pronounce where they live Newfoundland. Yeah. Ain't no right? Newfoundland. That's stupid. Newfoundland. Pronounce your place right. It's like in uh. Louisville. It's Louisville, but everybody there insists. No, it's Louisville. It is Louisville. 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 Well, what are you, Tom Brokaw now, all of a sudden? Louisville, Kentucky. NBC News from Louisville, Kentucky. Our correspondent is in Jalabad. Jalabad. But I'm here in Louisville. Now I want you to say it's going to be an interesting winter based on the Newfoundland thing. (laughs) There's no L's in that. There's not enough. No, else? that doesn't. Oh, so, I get to yeah. Newfoundland. You don't. I don't think you understand the Tom Brokaw speech impediment. No, <laughs> I'm just not good on my feet. I guess is the problem. But anyway, uh, winter is going to be um, pretty intense. Good, uh, cold, cold, like here in Texas too. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, I'll, I'll, you know what? What are they predicting? I'm going to tweet out the maps from Weatherbell. Uh, it talks about just <clears throat> below normal. No, oh, nice. Basically, center and east of the mm-hmm. country. West should be warmer than normal. Hmm. Um, I don't care. I want it to be cold here in yes, Texas. Me too. Me too. And, um, and we've like gotten a nice little respite from the from the heat uh, the last two days. What is it? About sixty five today. Cloudy and Six, nice. Sixty eight for the high today, which is yeah, seventy three. Awesome. Yesterday it was perfect. Hmm. But the mosquitoes are still biting. Not perfect. Yeah. Today is the day we have fall. Oh, yeah, this is the day. Yeah, oh, you're right. Uh-huh. It's autumn today. October 11th. Yeah. I forgot. This is fall day. Uh-huh. We have spring tomorrow, and then it's right back to summer. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Scott in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, you were saying you want to avoid tornadoes and hurricanes. Mm-hmm. You can come here to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, but mm-hmm. you got to dodge the bullets. That's all. No, I'm used to that, you know, having grown up on the mean streets of Helena. Mm-hmm. True that. And uh, you can visit our... Our very special, uh, what was it, the Starbucks incident? Mm. Oh. We can sell tickets to that. Nice. All right. So, That's a good idea. Remember one thing. We mm-hmm. are the city of Brother Revolve, but you know how <laughs> brothers fight. So. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott. Oh. Yeah. I mean... Talk about an inappropriately named city, yeah, <laughs> city of yeah, brotherly yeah, love. Yeah, it's kind of outgrown that. They're a little nasty there, aren't they? I forgot to tell you. Uh, one thing mm-hmm. Joe Bastardi said uh, this morning is this weekend there will be snow as far south as the Texas Panhandle. What? Yeah, so. Really? Mm-hmm. Forgot that important. Wow. Little detail. Snow. I'm getting the hang of it. Little detail. How great is that? That's awesome.
So football. Um, football will have snow soon. Yes. My daughter uh, and her family just moved back to Utah from, from here uh, a couple of months ago. And so they're sending back all the photos of the snow they've received in Utah already. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90 here and it's snowing there. Yeah, Sabes84 last night, he tweeted out that um, it's already been snowing since Sunday night in the Dakotas. He lives near the Black Hills. Jeez. Rub it in. Why don't you? See, hmm? I, I like a change of seasons. Me too. I, I get really tired of nonstop, continual summer. And so what are you going to do um, on this fall day 2018? How are you going to celebrate fall? Like, this, well, is the, this is the day you celebrate fall. It is. So what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. I was so unprepared for fall happening. Uh, I didn't really make plans <laughs> but in it advance. it comes every year on October 11th in Dallas. <laughs> so you, should know. You, would, you know what you would normally answer? You would say, I'm going to put out my fall tree. But see how the leaves fell off. Yeah, So what's right. the point? Where's the rim shot? Come on. Uh, I mean, you were going to put out your fall tree, but unfortunately, all the leaves fell off. Yeah. So stupid. All right. mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. going to get this kind of uh, witty, on-the-fly humor in the morning. I'll tell you that. We're going to do our best. Yeah. <laughs> got to wake up. <laughs> what time are you going to start waking up? Monday morning. Uh, I think I've said before, 3.30. 3.30. Yeah. Well, maybe some people didn't hear we've, that We've before. discussed that. Maybe some people uh, weren't listening and possible. eavesdropping on our conversation when we discussed that. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, Eric Holder has rejected Michelle Obama's call for civility. And um, this is how he wants Democrats to act. Uh, they, have, they have used the power that they have gotten for all the wrong things. He told his audience, they want to keep themselves in power. They want to cater to special interests. It is time for us as Democrats to be as tough as they are. (laughs) I'm always Mm -mm. astounded Mm -hmm. when these Democrats talk about Republicans being tough. When did that ever happen? Uh, they don't even have that one day a year like fall in Texas. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even have that one day a year where that happens. To be as dedicated as they are, to be as committed as they are. Are you kidding me? Look at these psychotic mobs that are showing up, screaming in people's faces everywhere they go, holding up signs everywhere they go, clawing at the door of the U.S. Supreme Court trying to get to Judge Kavanaugh. That's not commitment. You never see people on the right doing that kind of stuff. Never. Nor do I want to. Uh, but if you're going to talk about committed and psychotic, you can't get any more committed and psychotic than the Democrats are right now. Holder continued, though. Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her. You know, she and my wife like are really tight, which always scares me and Barack. Why? Are they going to fall in love together? Or are they, I'm going to talk are crap you, about them behind their back, you, I guess. you worried about know. a serious relationship developing oh, between oh, the two of them? Not doing. that there's anything wrong with that. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's perfectly fine. Not but, a human being alive can stay away from those arms. Right. Thank you. <laughs> they, have you ever seen her arms? Michelle Obama's arms are enough to make anyone fall in they love. kind of have to turn away. They're so mm, spectacular. Exactly. You can't look directly at them. Your eyes will melt. That's how spectacular those arms are. He continued... <laughs> But Michelle says, you know, when they go low, we go high. No, no, he said. When they go low, we go high. <laughs> did these 
doofus Democrats ever do that during the eight-year reign of terror by the Obamas? Never did they take the high road on anything. Do they think we have no memories? Do they think we have no memorex? Do they think there's not a recording? Anyway, he continued, that's what this new Democratic Party is, is about. We're proud as hell to be Democrats. We're willing to fight for the ideals of the Democratic Party. Well, you're the party of death, of course. What I mean, that's reason enough right there to be dang proud. We're proud of our history. Well, yeah, your your KKK history. Mm-hmm. They founded the KKK. The KKK was part was the militant wing of the Democrat Party. You should be so proud of that as a party. Racism, slavery, Jim Crow, lynchings, the KKK, all of that. All of that was the Democrat Party. So they're proud of their history. They're proud of their present. And they're proud of the future that we can create for this country. Jeez, uh, this guy is just despicable. What a reprehensible human being he is. And you know he's going to run for president, too. Of course he is. That's what he's, he's setting this up with all these uh, speeches. I'm not sure who would be worse, uh, Eric Holder or Michelle Obama. Uh, who should we fear more running for president? I don't think Eric Holder has a shot, so probably Michelle Obama, but man, that guy is agonizing. Mm-hmm. You know what else uh, is agonizing is uh, putting weight on and not being able to take it off. Hate it. And even when you take it off sometimes, then it just, you know, you fall back into your old pattern because it, it was so hard to get the weight off. And now uh, you just want to eat again. <laughs> and so you do. And you go back into your old habits, and then the weight comes back. It's a vicious cycle, but Riduzone can help you stop that cycle. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took OEA out of olive oil, uh, and that is the molecule that boosts your metabolism and reduces appetite. So it gives you a really good shot at weight loss or keeping off the weight you've already lost. Give it a try. See if this gets you over the hump. It's RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Enter the promo code PAT when you get there, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com, promo code PAT. Speaking of more on trivia, that's tomorrow. On the frozen tundra of the human mind, the warriors will take to the battlefield. Or the telephone, at least. Yeah. In uh, what two cities are we the doing? The Carolina Panthers and the Washington Redskins. Who's the home team in that? I think it's Washington. Okay, so that should be fun. Uh, our last one in the afternoon. Uh, we'll keep we'll keep it going though when we switch to mornings. It's just going to be in the second hour of the morning show. All right, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some um, tweets to clean up from yesterday's mm-hmm. show uh, at Pat Unleashed. This one is in reference to the elephant almost knocking Melania Trump over. Um, Callie Josh 79 tweets, I just want to know how Jeffy got so close to the first lady to almost knock her over. Yeah, see, you would I don't think know. You would think the, the Secret Service would have seen that coming. You could vet uh, from like, like two that. and a half, three miles away. More than that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 500, 600 miles away. Exactly. Uh, from Sabes 84. Well, Responding to, this is actually uh, Summer Ray 
did a summer did a uh, a tweet. Your Halloween costume is sexy plus your biggest fear. So I guess you you piece those two together and uh-huh. you come up with something like for me, funny. It would be sexy spider. Okay. Okay. What right. about you? I uh, no sexy idea. mean streets of Helena. Yes. <laughs> Sabes eighty four. It was sexy Jeffy. Wow. And then That's a thought to ponder the vomit emoji. <laughs> yeah. As we all just threw up a little bit in our mouth right there. Uh. And then, uh, replying to Struggling Lumby, Michael uh, NP1701, says, we're, we're buying a house, and I swear there will be a sign above the pantry door that reads, Foon Stocks. Best inside joke ever. Fo- okay, D- do you know what that reference comes from? <laughs> F- F- Foon was it frozen food stocks? <laughs> stolen food stocks? I forget what it was. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was uh, John Kerry. <laughs> when, he, when he lied to Congress about what happened in Vietnam. So despicable. It was, it was from this classic moment. Again, you know, we tend to beat some of these, uh, some of our favorites to death <laughs> no, over the years. No, we do not, sir. <laughs> this might be the, I think this is the oldest one that we've gotten this much airplay out of. <laughs> This is what, 72? Sure. 1972, I think, we're the winter soldier here. They had personally raped, cut off ears, <laughs> cut off, ears, cut cut off, off heads, heads, taped wires from portable telephones to, to human gen- genitals, and genital. turned up the power. Turned up the power, that hurts. Cut oh. off limbs, blown up bodies, bodies. randomly shot, shot at civilians, civilians. Raised, raised villages, villages in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, shot, shot cattle, cattle and dogs, dogs for fun. fun. Poisoned foon stocks. They poisoned the foon stocks. That's what they... They didn't steal them. Uh-uh. They poisoned the foon stocks. Were they just and walking around carrying poison or something? Yeah. And then when they saw a foon stock, they just poisoned it. And if you've ever had your foon poisoned, you know just how deadly that could be. Yeah. Don't poison anybody's foon. And generally... And gener- Ravaged the countryside, countryside of South Vietnam. South Vietnam. But look at the way it was dressed. Countryside. Kind of deserved it. The countryside. Completely naked. Countryside was asked. The countryside of South Vietnam was completely naked. Must have been stressed out. Take all his clothes <laughs> off right there. <laughs> all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh some some sort of uh troubling signs. With the economy, because the stock market has kind of taken a dip this week. Not kind of, it's taken a pretty severe dip this week. Um, Hopefully it'll recover from that. Gas prices, the national average now increased three more cents on the week to $2.91 on average. Seven states, all but seven states are paying uh, more than $2.91. I'm trying to think what it is here. Um Oh, right around two forty-eight. Yeah, it's a little lower than two ninety-one. Uh, the national gas price average is six cents more than a month ago. As a result, fall gas prices haven't been this high since two thousand fourteen. At that time, motorists were paying on average more than three dollars a gallon, and crude oil was selling well above seventy dollars per barrel. Uh, this year, despite stocks increasing in the U.S. by eight million barrels on the week. Crude oil is selling at uh, $25 a barrel or hmm. or more than lat. What? Yeah. Crude uh, oil 75 is selling right now. 
75 70 so it must be $25 a barrel more, more. than it was this time uh, last year sure. hitting $75 a barrel yeah. What an awkward story the producer yeah, put in front very. of you. I have a talk with your producer about that one. Would you? That'd be good. Yeah. Um, mortgage rates also are on a on a thirty year home loan hit five percent. That's an almost eight year high as well. So buying a home is going to be a little bit more expensive. Rates on the most common mortgage top five percent for the first time since February twenty eleven. Uh, the average rate on a thirty year fixed rate home loan, the most popular mortgages for purchases. Um, Last week, it was 4.96%. So the feds just keep raising the interest rate. Just keep bumping it up. And I I don't know if that's a war that they're having with Trump, who keeps, uh, you know, saying things about them that they don't like. And every time that happens, they raise interest rates. It's like, you know, they're they're children just trying to get back at, uh, at somebody for calling them out (laughs) meanwhile jeff bezos fortune this is just tragic oh no what's going on uh plunging global markets took 99 billion dollars from the fortunes of the world's 500 wealthiest people uh jeff bezos alone yesterday and the day before dropped 9.1 billion dollars no i think it's time i i should we be setting up a gofundme page for jeff bezos yeah i think that's a great idea I mean, could you lose $9.1 billion and still eat? No, I'd, no. I'd be like, where's my food no. stocks? Right, you know, exactly. For a rainy day. Exactly. Man, that's rough. And I, I don't know if Jeff has you know stocked up on food or, mm-hmm. or if he was just counting on just being rich his whole life. I didn't plan. But look at, uh, he lost the most of anybody on the index. Um, shares of the online retailer fell... The most in more than two years, the plunge lowered his net worth. Get this. Oh, no. Here we go. Jeff Bezos. Ah, mm. oh, this hurts. I could barely even get the words out. Boy, this is... Uh, it was a bad day, wasn't it? Oh, no. Uh, this lowered Jeff Bezos' net worth to just $145 billion, 200 million. That's his lowest level since July. He is now worth just over $145 billion is all. That's it? That's it. 145? I am worried about him. Billion? We've got... Wow, is he under a bridge as we do speak? Do something. I hope, I hope not. I honestly hope not. Tragic. That's bad, man. Tragic. Where is... Um, Sally Struthers when you need her. Right? Right? Yeah. I mean... For less than the cost of the giant humpback whale I just ate in butter sauce. Probably ate his food stocks, too. You can help Jeff Bezos. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, so on the news, we just heard that there's a Category Four hurricane uh, coming, bearing down. They think another it's one intensify in the next few hours. Either it's another one coming, or uh, that was yesterday's newscast. 
Huh. Oopsie daisy. I'm hoping it was yesterday's newscast because yeah, I don't know the <clears throat> Pretty sure that's the deal. Uh, so sorry about the uh, technical problem. We won't have that problem next week because we're not gonna we're not gonna carry the news at the top of the hour. Oh, look yeah. at you! Mm-hmm. We're just Ooh, gonna get yeah. into it and just start babbling for thirty minutes straight, right at the beginning of the show. Okay, wait, not even stopping for thirty minutes. Wait, I thought we were gonna discuss this. The, we're gonna have mm-hmm. a thirty minute segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you were to kidding start around. every hour, every show. Uh, we'll have a thirty minute segment. So e- each show, thirty minutes, thirty minutes of you talking. I'm just going. I mean, there'll be uh, maybe a, a live commercial in there, but we won't stop for recorded. So we're just gonna we're gonna go. Okay. Wow. Join us I, for that. Can, be a part of it. It feels like we're just kind of, you know, just kind of on the fly making mm-hmm. plans here. Can we kind of yeah. talk about it we're off the air because throwing not... caution to the wind and we're just doing it. That's all. Oh yeah, boy. That's all. Uh, Amazon Echo and. Uh, and Google Home smart assistants are starting to scare their owners. <laughs> They're making unprompted statements. Oh, no. Dave? <laughs> don't do that, Dave. Dave, what are you doing? Uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, one Echo owner was sitting on her bed crying one day after having just quit her job. She was listening to music when she said she heard a voice tell her, it's going to be okay. The Ugh. words might have been comforting had she not heard those words from, uh, you know, Alexa. Amazon's voice assistant, which powers the Echo Dot speaker on her nightstand. Wouldn't that be creepy? Is it supposed to do that? If you're crying, if it hears you crying. And by the way, you didn't activate it, right? So it's just listening to you at the time. Now, the only thing that would be cool about this is if it said... There's no crying in baseball. But beyond that, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, mm. pretty weird. The device's owner reportedly became so scared by the incident, she unplugged it and put it in a drawer for several days. And I guess that's not the only spooky thing that's happened uh, to people with their little Amazon unit, <clears throat> whose name we should probably say as little as we can. <laughs> They're also uh, freaking people out, seeming to drop into conversations uninvited, playing music unprompted in the middle of the night, turning on other gadgets at random, and just acting in general kind of possessed. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's had this, I'd love to hear from anybody who has this problem with with their Amazon uh, product. Does it just randomly say things to you uh, without being prompted? Or turn on gadgets or drop into your conversation uninvited? I'd love to hear that. 888-900-3393. Um, apparently, one owner was recently reminded of a cocaine and reefer event that was coming up at 1 in the afternoon. Hey, Whoa. don't forget your cocaine and reefer event at 1 o'clock today. <laughs> those are like those are made public? <laughs> wow. Wow. The, the reminder apparently <clears throat> made the device's owner afraid until she realized the device had misheard a pastor on TV talking about cocaine and reefer during a speech about addiction. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did that turn into, hey, you've got that cocaine and reefer event at one. Mm. Don't forget. <clears throat> I mean, last time you were late and you missed out on and all you, the fun. You missed on missed out on some of the reefer. You missed so, out on dang it. Joe vomiting his brains out. You don't want to be late this time. 
Other instances have included smart devices shouting expletives, randomly laughing, and recording family conversations before sending the recording to random contacts. Yep. That would be disturbing to me. In August, it was revealed that Amazon's virtual assistants are vulnerable to hijacking. While the company has been trying to expand the use of its devices wherever possible, including hotel rooms, utilities, home utilities, and for children, and they're bringing it to your car. Apple already has that. What do they call that? Um, I don't know. Apple something or other, but it's a, it's a system in a lot of new cars. This week, Facebook also announced its own assistant to compete with Amazon and Google. So everybody's going to have one. Yay! <clears throat> and there's already, we as we read yesterday, 40 million of these from Amazon in people's homes. 40 million. Pass. I don't have one. Never. Because <clears throat> I don't want any of this stuff to happen. And, you know, you can say, well, I don't care what they hear or what they send to other people. I ain't doing nothing wrong in my own house. Yeah, again, you're not the judge of that. Um, the government will be at one point. Hmm. Or, you know, some overlord will be the judge of whether you're doing something wrong or not. I just don't have it in my house because I don't like convenience. <clears throat> is that what it is? Yeah, because it makes mm-hmm. it more worth it when I have to take extra steps and you know, mm-hmm. work hard for something. Sure. So it just... makes you appreciate things more. Sure does. That's, uh, that is kind of spooky, though. It's... That's one of the things we've been uh, concerned about when you invite these things into your home is that it would be recording all of your conversations and then, you know, sending them out to, to people who shouldn't be hearing them. All right, troglodyte. <laughs> I guess if you're afraid of that, you're a Luddite. Luddite. Oh, gosh, I got right? my word wrong. Yeah, you did. Dang it. Yeah, Either I'm a Luddite because I'm... Luddite. I'm, That's a troglodyte. I'm afeard of I technology. Do. I don't want none of that stuff. Now, this works. Troglodyte, person who lives in a cave. Yeah, could be that. Anyway, I'm never having one of these devices in my home. It's bad enough that I use the little thermostat thing. Yes, we have that too. And, oh, I remember doing a show in Houston when that was first so being talked enough. about. That's convenient. Oh, my gosh. Because they could, they can just turn down uh, your air conditioning in the middle of the day if they yep. think it's too high hmm. or too low. They could turn it up if it's if it's in the 60s or... They could turn it off. Yeah, it's getting a little. If they want to, a little humid in my house right now. I see. Huh, maybe I'll turn the air on. Look at how convenient that is, though. See, you can check in into what's going on at your house from work, and mm. on your way home, you can say, I, "I don't want to come home to a hot house," and you can turn down the air and have it ready by the time you get there. That's all great stuff. That's great. Mm. Who doesn't want that? But could it ever be used against us? Of course, it could. I don't know if it will. But there's that possibility once you invite all of this stuff into your home. <laughs> we never, I, I don't think we ever suspected when we used to discuss things that were 1984-ish <laughs> or Brave New World-ish that uh, it, we thought it was going to be something forced on us. We thought that some oppressive government is going to come and say to us, all right, you will have this unit in your house because we're going to be listening to everything you say. And we're going to put cameras uh, up in each room. That's how we thought it would go. Not yeah. that we invite it into our home because it was so convenient and wonderful and made our lives easier. That's how they get you. I'm That's how evil overtakes you. 
I'm going to have know? to lose another layer of clothes, apparently, because I'm scared. Apparently, that's what you do when you yeah, get you scared. Yeah, you throw your clothes off. I don't know why. But when you're in a panic, you just take off your clothes. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's not just with fire that's ants? That's, that's just what like happens. in general? In general. Right. Yeah, that's what happens. Now, we're getting the stink eye from Jeffy because he just sauntered in here to talk about earwax. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nice saunter. But I saw the stink eye you're getting <laughs> because because you're not concerned about uh, any future technology uh, overreach. I you're not concerned know. about it. Oh, shut up. Just chip me. I want the chip. Yeah. I, I want don't you to want have to carry too. anything around. I want just beep. And then to have it taken care of. God Seriously, bless the person has to chip you. Ugh. That tech, yeah. That technology, though, how great would that be? I know. If you weren't worried about it at all, if it was all about convenience and you had no other concern, of course you'd put it in there. Yeah. You don't have to carry your card. You don't forget Nothing. it ever. You've always got your bank account with you Nothing. right in your skin. I want one chip in my left hand. That's for boop boop buying everything. I want the other chip so it starts my cars, opens my house. I want it all. So just, I don't. I don't want to carry anything. <laughs> There are going to be a lot of people like that. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Yeah. And look. <laughs> a lot of people. That's, I, I'm sure uh, Amazon will uh, you know, say, oh, that was a test thing and that was a mistake and it shouldn't have done. But that's where we're headed, right? I mean, they want mm-hmm. to be able to even, even uh, what's his face from Alphabet, Google, uh, Michael or Smith, uh, Eric Smith, mm-hmm. uh, talked about this He's not just a couple of months ago. And then he, when he talked about uh, having to have new identities, but just a couple of months ago, he gave a big speech talking about, look, this is what people want. Right. And he they want the convenience. They're going to we want to be we're going to do more than just a search engine. I remember we're, when he when he came here and yes. interviewed we interviewed him and, and Fascinating. Glenn, Glenn asked him, aren't you worried about uh, overreach and getting oppressive and something going wrong? Or maybe government misusing that technology or forcing you to turn things over to them? No. No. Because it, it just won't happen. Why? Ah, because we're too good for that. We, we don't do that. We don't have any evil people at our, right. at our company. We're here, we're, listen, we're here because we're, we're doing what you want, right? You, uh-huh. we, know, we know that you want this convenience. Right. And really... He's kind of right. Well, we do want the take, convenience. Because yeah. they've taken we all do. the data and all the information mm-hmm. from us. Uh-huh. And we, they realize that you know, they want, we want the computer to say, hey, you're low on milk. Hey. I'll order it for you. Right. You know, just pick mm-hmm. it up or it'll be delivered. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, just to remind you, um, hey, the kids used the last toilet paper. I know you're on the way home, but I just ordered some for you. Okay, cool. Thank you. It's coming from Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Uh, you'll have it by 5 o'clock. And it's four o'clock. I mean, that's great stuff. I know. Well, I mean, that doesn't help if you're already on the toilet. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. We need it more instant than that. <laughs> Just saying. Someday it will be. I know. Someday it will uh, be. And look, is it? Of course, it's a little frightening. We don't want. We we always, as Americans, feel that our home is our castle, right? And that's where we. That's mm-hmm. our. That's our safety net, mm-hmm. right? It's always. Mm-hmm. We like to be. You close the door behind you in your house or wherever you live, apartment, wherever you live, that's your home. you've got home. privacy. That's your castle. Yeah, that's, but not, You do what you want to do, and that's, that's your deal. That's a tough task these days. Sure is. That's a real tough task. And they'll tell you that you know you don't have the privacy. Never mind. That feeling, you, that, that feeling fact, is wrong. In fact, they say we don't have any right to privacy from right. the Constitution. There's no right to privacy in the Constitution. Which, which isn't true, I don't think. I don't think so either. I, um, I disagree with that. But if we give it up. So we have are, given it up. Yes, we have. Willingly. Yes, we have. And we've allowed them to surveil us in public. We've allowed them to surveil us wherever we go. There's not an app on my phone 
I mean, I stopped reading. I know Keith used to read all the no, all no, the no. Uh, information to no, say yes to. No, you just can't to, anymore. It's unrealistic. I just I didn't, okay. want the app to take the picture. Mm-hmm. I do, yes, okay. You can you can know my family history. You got it. I just want to take the picture. Okay. <laughs> Google Spy wants to know your exact location right now, so they can send people to get you. Right. I, okay. Go ahead. I, and if whatever. I if I've turned off my location on every app but one, they all share the information anyway. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they all know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's tough. It, it's tough to yeah. say I've given up, but pretty close. Yeah, it, it, I know. Pretty close. Because I, I know. I just want the app to take the freaking picture. I know. <laughs> also, this should be interesting. Kanye West is sitting in front of the president this minute, right now. Yeah, they're signing the new they're, act. We'll yeah. talk about it during uh, chewing the fat. And they're talking about. I guess they're going to have their little powwow today. Yeah, and so uh, Kid Rock walked in. Uh, I got, oh, Kid I've Rock a, is there I've got too. A clip, I've got a clip of uh, for chewing worth Kid Rock walking in, and he the reporters were trying to get smart with him. He got smart right back to him. Just didn't even didn't even break a stride. Yeah, he won't take crap from them. It was great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, here's Jeffy with some earwax. Well, listen, if you're going to want to hear your Alexa, you know you are. You don't want to miss something. If Alexa says, "Oh, it'll be okay, baby," you want to be able to hear that. And okay. the only way to do that is with clean ears. And to get clean ears, you need the Wax RX system. It's a method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. I accept it's cheaper. Mm. WaxRx comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home. Use WaxRx.com. Order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code radio. They'll ship it to you for free right to your doors. Many people use cotton swabs, candling, drugstore remedies to clean their ears. No, don't do that. That can be dangerous. In fact, it's not only dangerous. It's dumb. Use Wax RX. I once used an acetylene torch. Was that not right? <laughs> I'm sure your ears were clean, but yeah, they there were, were no. There I mean, was, melted there and just left. poured right out. So, uh, yeah, my hair caught if on you fire. Do, yeah, if you direct the acetylene torch <laughs> properly, it probably would work right. <laughs> Use WaxRx.com. Use WaxRx.com. Don't forget that uh, offer code radio to have it shipped for free right to your door. U-S-E WaxRx.com. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where uh Equus Limits Ten I hate that. uh tweets out. I mean you might like him, but I do. I I do. Um This is uh when the show moves to mornings, will Flap Jackson be doing more on <laughs> trivia? Yes. That's his time slot. Yes. Flap Jackson in the morning, time yes. this morning. Right. Good morning. Uh, snarky McSnarkface, we should not, not only fear Michelle Obama running for president, we should also fear Chelsea Clinton because you know she's going to run. I suspect Chelsea will feel the need to run and avenge her mother's election losses. Oh, that's going to be good. Saves well, 84. I'll tell you what, mm. A, uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe that I'm surprised that Chelsea has not run for office already. Uh, and B, I believe that if you won't have Chelsea, you're going to have Hillary again. I yeah. think Hillary's going to Yeah, run. Hillary will run again. She is slaying the groundwork for that I think so too. as we speak. Mm-hmm. Sabes84 tweets, uh, might I suggest with the new time slot that you read tweets from the day before for those of us that will end up being <laughs> podcast listeners. Uh-huh. That's a thought. I'll talk to the producer well, yeah, I mean, that. where's the dedication to get up at, uh, you know, the crack of dawn to make sure you're listening live? Yeah. Huh. Whatever. Okay. I hate people like that. Uh, <laughs> Chippy says, uh, what is going on? What is going into the noon slot? If Pat's moving to mornings, that would be Steve Dace. Uh, Iowa's Steve Dace. Very good. I think you're going to dig him. Uh, Millennial Falcon. 
tweets out uh, nothing. Uh, something about... Um, okay, I see. Wow, Alexa, which I shouldn't probably yeah, say see, Alexa, because that's, that's off Alexa's all over the country. Right. See, and you're doing it. So stop saying Any, Alexa. Right, well, anyway, Millennial Falcon tweets out, wow, Alexa is starting to sound a lot more like Pennywise. True. Isn't that the clown from uh, mm-hmm. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and from Caitlin, cocaine and reefer at one sounds like just another Tuesday for Jeffy. Oh, no, no. I tell you what. Yeah, you, know what you, you don't need the reminder from Alexa, yeah. right? You, no, I do you not. never forget. No, I do not. I might, I might need the reminder of, it's time to get up. Yeah, that's what happens. You leave here, in this room, you leave at yeah. 1 o'clock Central every day. Cause it's, You've been up for 24 hours. Don't you think you need to rest? Uh-huh. Cocaine and reefer time. Hey, uh, we were talking earlier about a World War One movie that uh, Peter Jackson from Lord of the Rings is doing. He took a whole bunch of footage from World War One, colorized it, made it HD from World War One. Yeah, World War oh, One. Wow. Made it color, made it HD. That's an ugly war too. Uh, horrible. But I think it's going to be an amazing thing to, yeah. to watch this because he wanted to pay tribute to those guys who you know sacrificed. Those him. guys were uh, great. Yeah, I mean, I remember amazing. hearing how horrible it was when we did our Harry Truman. Uh, so he he had to meet all those guys coming back. Uh-huh. And was such, that's when he was so disgusted with war. Yeah, uh, seeing all those guys injured from the gas and the, everything else, it was bad. Yeah, this will be fascinating to watch. Yeah, here's the uh, trailer uh, of that upcoming movie. Do not, there's not even close to what we fight now with cannons. Actual footage. And it doesn't look like it. Wow. Okay, comes up in five days. I mean, that was such One a struggle. Night, when you watch them, they were, you know, that was between, uh, we were going between uh, still riding horses mm-hmm. to vehicles, mm-hmm. and we were still using uh, gas, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mustard gas. I mean, th- those, that was a, that would be fascinating to watch. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that was a brutal war. A, a lot of, probably more Americans died from the diseases, from all that stuff, than actual combat, I would think. Uh Diseases are a battle. Yeah. And they, back in that day, back in the day, they had no... I, I mean, when they took your leg off, I don't think they even washed their hands first. <laughs> you know? The doctor's like, give me a saw. And off it went. And that was a brutal time. Yeah. That was a... I mean, medicine has come a long way since World War One. so those people went through a lot. Yeah, there's actually... Um, going back a little further than that, obviously, but uh, there is a Civil War Museum here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And the tools that the doctors used, you stand there and, and in mm. fact, it was the day before mm. I went into for shoulder surgery and it was a bad timing to be seeing the stuff that they used back then. Oh, we used to go to the, uh, you know, when you go to uh, Washington uh, Park there in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, they have, uh, you know, uh, they have days when they have all their everything out from what they used and the medicines and the tools that they used even back in the Revolutionary War. I mean, you're like, no, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. No, nope. mm-hmm. I'm just gonna no, I'm good. die if you don't mind. Yeah, that'd be fine. I tell you what, just over there. I'm fine. Yeah. By the way, uh, Dylan down the hall there, he uh, his great grandfather apparently lost a lung to mustard gas in World War One. Lost a lung? Mm-hmm. Did they ever find it? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. It was actually somewhat amusing. Was yeah, <laughs> I just was. asked the question. Yeah, it was. It was kind of amusing. What, I mean, where do you go looking for that? Jeffy? I don't know. You don't know That's why I was wondering. Mm-hmm. I don't have details. I mean, I don't know if, if it was in the lost and found. So you can survive know. on one lung, though, right? I guess oh, so. yeah. Wow. I mean, John Wayne had like an eighth of a one. Did he? Before he died. Yeah, they kept cutting pieces of his lungs out Oof, all along. Jeez. Yeah. Smoking, man. I know. Are you still smoking? Horrible. I'm sorry. Gosh. Are you still smoking? No, that reefer Not time right is now. at is it, one. Am I we smoking right now? No. no. <laughs> Good stuff, right? No. You continue to smoke, huh? No. How many times have you tried to quit? Wow. Like 80? It's like an intervention 100? happening here. <laughs> no, the willpower is impressive. It is. It's. I, I know that's a tough one to kick, but you've kicked it before and then you go back to it. Why? All right. I'm not smoking right now. <laughs> right now, this Let's second. Let's be clear. At the couch. Let's we know that. Clear. We're looking you know, as, at you. As Jeffy's sponsor, <laughs> I, I can tell you that the man is not currently smoking. Thank you. I mean, it's an honest, 100% truth. He's uh-huh. not smoking right well, now. Well, I know. I'm looking at him. I don't, I, there's no. There's never any smoking in my homes. There's never any smoking in my vehicles. Yeah, you go outside to do it. Mm-hmm. There's never any smoking in my homes. You want to get picky? Okay. <laughs> How many stops do you make on the way home? Four. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> every 10 minutes, and trust me, I know where to stop. The, uh, <laughs> you probably do. You probably do. <laughs> Emergency lights in the overpass, mm-hmm. man. Even when it's raining, you're good. <laughs> anyway. The, <laughs> Mm. Yep. And after if you if you're going home after five, yeah, banks are closed when you pull into the drive-throughs. <laughs> anyway, the uh, <laughs> are going to be taking out pieces of your lung. No, they're yeah. not. Uh, yeah, they Look are. At all the people we mm-hmm. all the all the all the people that we do people. stories on that have lived over a hundred years old. They're eating bacon, smoking cigarettes, drinking whiskey. I don't know Shut about up. smoking cigarettes. Yeah, they are. I don't cigars. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of them eat. What was we just had an old woman yes. who was 117 or something. Her her key to life was uh, eating bacon every yeah, day, drinking Dr Pepper, <laughs> and they're smoking cigars. And they, they, the joke that one joke that lady kept saying that uh, the doctors kept telling her it was bad for them, and they keep dying. So I'm going to <laughs> eat my bacon. Wow, that's a good point there. Words really to live by. Yeah, <laughs> and she apparently did. She apparently is yes. Uh, it looks like AT&T is planning to uh, take on Netflix now. Yeah. AT&T's Warner Media said yesterday that they're going to launch a direct-to-consumer streaming service late next year, becoming the latest challenger to, uh, you know, obviously Netflix and Amazon, who pretty much own the market. Well, I mean, they, right now they do. Yeah, right but now they got, do. I mean, we've got HBO and CBS. And, Everybody's uh, getting into it. They all want that piece. Disney, that's the big thing with the. I mean, they all yep. want that piece of the pie, man. And when Disney gets into it, that's going to be interesting because they do things pretty well. Well, and they also have, uh, they've taken all their uh, uh, history away from Netflix so that everybody right. gets all their history. Right. You know, all the old shows that are Disney shows that everybody wants to watch, uh, the only place to watch them is on the Gonna Disney. It's going to be Disney. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 888 900 we got uh, Chewing the Fat coming up next. All right, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Well, we teased a little bit of uh, Kid Rock and uh, uh, Kanye at the White House. Uh, They're there for the Music Modernization Act. 
uh, which ensures artists who released records prior to 1972 are paid royalties from digital services and streamlining the process for those Hmm. services to obtain music licensing rights. Nice. Hmm. Now, the good... What I was talking about was Kid Rock walking into uh, the White House. Um, he's walking in, and the footage you can you can kind of hear what he says, but a reporter, and you know, the, look, they get what they deserve, right? Because the reporters, hey, what do you think about him firing Jeff Sessions? Oh, shut up! Now Kid Rock's walking into the White House for this, mm-hmm. and just uh, play the clip, and then if you if you can't hear, it, but he's so funny because he just says, "They ought to fire you." Kid <laughs> Rock. He doesn't break stride. He just looks at him. That'll fire you. And he walks and keeps wide. It's so good. <laughs> what do you want to fire Jeff Sessions? That'll fire you. Doesn't even break stride. That's tremendous. Yeah. I mean, yep. and, that, and kid, that, you know, he gets good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And what are you asking Kid Rock that question for? It's stupid. What are you doing? Stupid. He's, he's there for something completely different than that. And you're, you, all you're asking for is you want him to say something that you can report. Well, he did for you. Oh, of course. He did for you. He gave you your clip. Mm-hmm. He gave you happy now? Yeah. <laughs> um, today uh, is a, a, a good big celebration day. I'm going out and uh, celebrating uh, right after this. Re- Reefer and cocaine fact, day? Or? Uh, oh, well, that's every necessarily. Day, right, that's every day. Uh, today is the 30th anniversary of the National Coming Out Day. Celebrates the historical march on Washington that took place in 1987 for lesbian and gay rights. So we are come a long way since then. But that's uh, for sure. It's a, it's a good good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought maybe tonight we'd all get together and go to um, go to the concert at the Pavilion here in Irving, Texas. Who's uh, Bob Dylan and his band. Bob Dylan, ooh, great show. Mm. He's right here. Why do we have to go to the pavilion tonight? Lay, 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 lay up on my big breast bed. I've seen Bob a couple times. Have you? He puts on a good show, yeah. Yeah, I like Bob. puts on a good show. He stands there and mumbles. Yeah. (laughs) He puts on a good show. show. (laughs) The last time I saw him, Brian Brian Seltzer opened for him with his orchestra. He was great. He was great. Ugh. All right, <laughs> if you say so. Wow, I don't think he believes you, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Not my cup of tea, as you know. And that's why you weren't there. That's okay. exactly why. Yes. Now, you know what? I, you know what? I invited you to go to the show with me tonight. Never mind. Okay, thank Never you. Never mind. I was going to mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York prosecutor dropped part of the sex assault case against Harvey Weinstein today too. So uh, I'm not. I wow. don't think that uh, I don't think that that case is going to fall apart. But, wow. uh, you know, I mean, he's the big gun, yeah. right? And we heard, we saw the one video of the lady that uh, she had. She provided video, and the video was not damning of Harvey Weinstein at all. Uh, remember the lady that yes. said that he, uh, you know, he yeah. attacked her and all this stuff. And t- right. I mean, that video was not damning of Harvey Weinstein. You could tell the guys con- constantly, constantly hitting on her. On the prowl. Constantly. Absolutely. Tried to, but she doesn't tell him to stop. She doesn't say, look, stop it. No, in okay? fact, she says she for. was there to make the sale. Right. Yeah, and when he says, can I get a little piece of you? And she says, a little bit. Hmm. Um, mm, I know. I, I know. I don't know. I know. So uh, we talked about uh, Alexa and the... Uh, there we go again. What? We're setting off. We're Alexis. Setting off these oh, oh, yeah, I didn't even you think about that. saying Alexa. I'm sorry. Stop it. So when you say Alexa, <laughs> say it when the microphone is off. Right. All right. Okay. I won't say Alexa anymore. Okay. 
Uh, in two thousand, <laughs> the uh, we talked about how they're uh, overtaking our lives. Right. <clears throat> well, the uh, autonomous vehicles are closer than you think. Uh, for everywhere, I mean, Domino's is now starting to uh, deliver pizzas with uh, with just the delivery car. You just walk out and get it out of the car. Mm. Uh, they send it to your home. Uh, Waymo, a division of Alphabet. Mm. I don't know if you know who that is. Google. Mm-hmm. Um, they started when uh, they worked on their moonshot facility. But by 2017, Waymo's uh, autonomous vehicles have driven four mile four million miles on public roads. July of this year, they passed 8 million miles. So they're ready to kick off the new transportation age when it lost since the commercial robo-taxi service in Arizona later this year. Mm. So, I mean, it is, it is closer than you think. Starting today, a Singapore Airlines resuming the world's longest nonstop commercial flight. Take you from Singapore to Newark, New Jersey. Yay! It's only 18 hours and 45 minutes. Mm. That's a that's a long. I mean, I forget how long the flight was. I was trying to remember how long the flight was from Newark to Tel Aviv. Uh, it was a long flight, though. Yeah, it, it seems like it was twelve. Time. What was it? Twelve hours. And then, of course, you know, you flew from you flew from your destination to Newark. Yeah. So that's more flying time. Uh-huh. Uh, I noticed on one of the one of the maps that they were showing the longest flights. You fly one flight for like eighteen hours, and then if your destination was Qatar. You have to hop another thirty minutes, boy. That would that would be a killer. Yeah, it would. You know, you flew for eighteen hours and then have to fly another thir- get off and fly another thirty on another plane. Oh, that would be a killer. Mm-hmm. But those long flights, man. I mean, look, they're in today's world. You have what's I like what they do on the planes. You know, you can watch movies and TV shows, and you can download stuff on your computers and watch it and all. And so it's it's mm-hmm. not as uncomfortable as just sitting there. Yeah, uh, they make it as comfortable as possible. One of the things that they did that I think was one of the smartest moves the airlines did on those long flights was give you a screen. Most of those long flights have the screen in the back of the uh, seat in front of you, so you can go back and forth to different screens. One of those screens is showing where you're at yeah. while you're mm-hmm. flying, and it shows mm-hmm. how fast you're going like and that. where you're going and the destination time, mm-hmm. and uh, that makes you feel like you're actually getting somewhere. You know, because you, you every so often you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, it's been an hour, good. <laughs> Only 17 more to go. <laughs> but it does make it a little bit better. So, uh, you know, the long flights. But if you want to get to, uh, you know, you want to go to Singapore, it's great. Have fun. Uh, and uh, we talked last week about uh, the uh, new uh, certificate, uh, birth certificates to X in New York. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio did sign that bill uh, on Tuesday. So January 1st, you get to uh, put the gender birth certificates. Uh, if it allows the parents to choose X so it's a for designation time. for their newborns. And this better go nationwide right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why am I living in Dallas, Texas? I can't put X on the birth certificate. I'll tell you that. There's something wrong with America, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, still wants to be in the news again. So he's already apologized. The 30th anniversary of Men's Health magazine is coming out. And uh, he's, you know, of course, weathered some sexual misconduct and cheating scandals. And uh, he said he's sorry about his past behavior towards women. Looking back, I stepped over the line several times, and I was the first one to say sorry. Well, time out. Mr. Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I, I, I demand that you uh, read those quotes in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Demand all you want. I feel bad <laughs> right, about give it. it to me. Give, give, me, give me the quotes. I'll do this. Come on. Do it right. <clears throat> Where are we at here? Brief. 
Looking back, I stepped over the line several times and I was the first one to say sorry. Or does he actually yeah. say sorry? No, I think. No. I feel bad about it. But we're not doing that. There's more. No, there's no, 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 no. The no, host doesn't. No, there is more. There is more, my friend. Your segment, sir. That's why he didn't do it. That's that's why he didn't do it. Because it would have gone kind of like that. Yeah. Right. Right. I see your point now. Thank you. When asked about his views of masculinity, of James Schwarzenegger said, "Oh." Uh, I think we already got the idea. Maybe the idea. just say what Schwarzenegger said. He's just saying he's sorry, and it's ridiculous, and it's sad, and he's still under fire. They're still trying to make him uh, give him uh, a hard time for uh, cheating on his wife. Mm-hmm. But we found out just a she little bit ago she was cheating, too. too. Wow. Yeah. He was in love and they're with still mom. not divorced. He was in love with what? Yeah, he said the first lady he was in love with was his mother. And she's, he was you know, in love she's with his trying. mom. Might she's be what? another issue well, going that's on his, here. No, but that's... Huh? What? I'm just reading mother. You handed me the quotes. Didn't you love your mother? That's what he's saying. He loved his mom. Yeah. And that wow, was the first one. They remain woman in his married. Life. That is weird, yeah. man. They're not getting divorced. They're still married? Yeah. Why? He and Maria Shriver are oh, still married. I bet yeah. there was no prenup. That's what? probably what it was. Yeah. yeah remember we when she when she said that they were uh, we had the that's, cheating story. That's that bizarre. They I know. I mean, he's got a like a 20-year-old son with a with a maid. Right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, kid, yeah, they're older know. than that, I think. Oh, yeah. might be. Listen and, to uh, his big regret in life. What is it? Calling his political opponents girly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good gosh. Come on, like, man. He, look, he was, he said at the time it. he felt it was the right thing to do. And uh, now he's decided that you still have to work with them. And so he probably shouldn't have done that. That's pathetic. I, look Stop at this long it. explanation. I know. At the time, I felt it's it was the right thing look. to do. It was in my gut. I improvised it. I called them girly men because they weren't willing to take risk. They were afraid of everything. Politicians in general want to do little things, so there's no risk involved. But it was short-sighted. In the long term, it's better to not say that because you want to work with them. Well, he's, yeah. he's playing the Hollywood game now. Yes, he is. So he wants to get back in yes, politics. Yes, he is. That's all, mm-hmm. that's all his deal is. He, you know, he, They asked him for this. You know, the, the men's health anniversary, and he's still trying to be in movies. He's still doing stuff, so he still got. He once doesn't want to be under fire. Mm-hmm. So, want to be able to be out there and uh, do a little work. Yep. Which, like, he's what, 71? 70, 71? Um, in there somewhere, yeah. Uh, at some point, you've made enough money. <laughs> Maybe not, because Stallone is still raking it in, too. Yeah. And he's the same age. Yeah. Those guys, man, they make me ill. Good for them, though. NFL announces punishment for uh, Steelers' Mike Tomlin. We'll talk a little sports here for a little bit. Uh, Mike Tomlin was a little bit upset uh, this past Sunday uh, on the uh, NFL uh, referee calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not happy. Uh, and uh, he, was, uh, he said, uh, man, these penalties are costing people games and jobs. we got to get them correct. And so I'm pissed about it, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, but that's all I'm going to say. Uh, the NFL was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL does not like it when you criticize the referees uh, during the previous game at your mandatory press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have fined him $25,000. <laughs> wow. I mean, twenty five grand. Shut your mouth. Which isn't much to him, I'm sure. But Still, though. Still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> twenty five grand is... I mean, you're right. To him, isn't much. But mm-hmm. still, it's a good little, little chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have where we're getting uh, reports. He's not the only one complaining about the calls in the NFL this year, for sure. Uh, there's been announcers talking about it. There's been other coaches talking about it, just not at the press conferences. And then we have also college football uh, calls that are just as 
almost as bad as the NFL. And the flags are everywhere. And, you know, this last week with uh, in the Pac-12, the Q- this was in the referee's notes post-game. QB was on one knee when 45 came from the outside, lowered, the, lowered and led with his helmet to the head of the QB. Both the replay booth and the command center agreed this was a targeting foul. But unfortunately, a third party did not agree, so targeting was removed, and we what? went with the ruling on the field. What? No targeting. People were all wound up. I mean, now they're talking about, now they're saying, that oh, they misunderstood. There was no third party. But they're saying it was this Woody Dixon, who is a Pac-12 general counsel and senior vice president, who's usually up there in in the box. And uh, he was the one that was saying, nah, that's not targeting. Let him go. What in the world? And uh, Woody? Right? Hey, uh, uh, Woody doesn't get to make that call. Really. No kidding. And uh, if that if we're getting third party calls, that's a problem. Wow, that's well, you know what? I want to be the third party in some of these games I watch. Uh, with some of these I calls. do too. Give that, me a call during the game. I'll tell you if it's targeting or not. I, I think there's many. There's a lot of people that would like that job. Now, the one uh, Mike Piero, the guy that works for, uh, uh, I think he's Fox, right? Mike Piero. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. the referee, and he talks about. Uh, uh, worked as a consultant for the Pac-12 and said he never felt the pressure of outside interference from Dixon. Uh, but he agreed that the mere notion that someone from outside could influence the officiating crew is damning. And he said, this guy, I, I, this was kind of like, this opened up another can of worms. Uh, he said, it's not in favor of the outside model that the NFL uses. You open up that thought, just that bit of perception that favoritism may get factored in. He's not in favor of the outside model that the NFL uses. Hmm. Who's that? I mean, I don't know that. I don't know that model. So, I have, if they're not letting the referees make that call, I don't know what the deal the, the, is. The sport that. is in chaos on every level. It's just it, it's it's either being wussified or it's being uh, manipulated, as evidenced by the big uh, Pac-12 right. thing. Oh, Sad news for Lenny Dykstra. Uh, Former uh, Major League Baseball star, uh, uh, he was charged with possession of cocaine and meth in the Uber driver case. <laughs> Do you remember him where he got in trouble with the Uber? Um, he, After being uh, arrested back in May after allegedly threatening his Uber driver, he's been charged with three serious crimes. Possession of cocaine, possession of meth, threatening his Uber driver. But no reefer. Uh, you have no pot. Hmm. No, which you need to come down a little bit sometimes. Right. Uh, he uh, Dykstra has claimed all along that he was kidnapped by his uber driver and that he didn't put a gun to the driver's head which was initially reported uh the grand jury uh in new jersey obviously didn't believe dykstra's side of the story Mm. and if convicted he could face three to five years in prison so uh they Mm. his attorney uh, of course uh said that the evidence in this case confirms that my client is innocent Uh Uh, we'll wait and see you know we'll we'll just have to wait and see if that's true will we Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if that mm-hmm. evidence is actually true. Uh, and my favorite story of the day: the, we talked about the Vegas uh, hate crime uh, not long ago, where the girl uh, uh, accused the four uh, dentists, the three brothers, and the one man of raping her and assaulting her in the hotel room. And then they got the footage back, and uh, never mind, it was all it wasn't true. Uh, and they're free. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the latest in a long line of hate crime. Uh, I didn't hate- know they were dentists. Yeah, that, that's a new that's a new angle to the story. I I had no idea these yeah, were dentists. Yeah, they were dentists. 
Yeah, well, that's what it hurt their business. They were they wanted to. Okay, I mean, they were still they were still concerned that it might affect their business. Yeah, uh, because of just the accusation, mm-hmm. uh, and it still may go. Anna Ayers, uh, journalism major at the member of the student senate at Ohio University, claims she found two threatening notes. One of which contained a death threat in her desk drawer at her office in the student senate office. She said she also found a hateful, harassing message at her residence that used a derogatory term in reference to her being a member of the LGBT community. According to the student, this is all according to the student newspaper. She was also on the publishing board and a former columnist. She devoted time discussing the notes, emotional claim. She had everybody believing her, and uh, they did the investigation. Uh, it was all a lie. Oh my god! That was all a lie. On Monday, Wait, she was she was no, arrested. You're talking about a woman. Well, it, it can't be a lie, then, right? Yeah, yeah, Women yeah, don't yeah. lie. Check your. They check don't make your, this up. What do you mean? There. See, on Monday, Ayers was arrested by OU police huh. for sending the threats to herself. <laughs> wow. Making she was charged with making three why? false police reports. A false report of this nature. You know, that's we, a first degree. We find out why. So, no, we don't know. But yet. she's going to get charges. They. They I, have not, so. I don't know that they charged anybody with this before, so they may just let her go, but she faces uh, well, come on, you've got to pay for making for these false reports. And six months in jail is possible. Yeah. She's got to be charged with that. You can't, right? you can't keep doing this stuff. We hear about this all the time. All the time. And then on the other hand, we're told, nah, they never lie. They never make this up. They don't she lie. She even spoke in front of... You've got to believe the accuser. Of, in front of her Senate peers. Jeez. She called the threat sender a cowardly, weak, and worthless... And you may find me revolting and worthy of a threat on my life, but in reality, it's your beliefs that are repulsive. These were all sent from her. Oh, it's amazing. Good. That's just agonizing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and she should have to I face consequences so. they, for that. Someone has to start facing the consequences of wow. that, right? Yep. You, can't just, you can't just accuse people and not have something happen. No. It just can't happen. 888 Finishing up chewing the fat uh, with our friend Jeffy. All right, so the other day on uh, Glenn Beck Radio, uh, he talked to you about going to uh, what was called the Void uh, out in Plano, Texas. Yeah, the uh, virtual it's to be reality, a really immersive uh, experience, experience, right? Uh, where you become part of the Star Wars experience. Well, now uh, they are meeting uh, this augmented reality. Uh, they're going to start doing in uh, sports as well. American footballers are already using mm. VR to better train their minds, read the field, allowing quarterbacks to hone their skills without risking injury. You can train with a real baseball bat that's tracked in virtual reality against real pitchers using that data mm. without uh, having to hurt it. Now, remember, we, I mean, one of our clients, iTarget Pro, doing the same thing pretty much. So they're, now, you're not mm-hmm. VRing, but you're using the app. Right, you're using it without yeah. actually having to uh, use real ammo, and you can practice and get it done. And that's what they're doing in sports. You know, making it obviously a little bit better. But the Canadian company um, D Box Technologies, which designs and manufactures moving seats found in cinemas and theme parks, is now they're looking to put them in uh, Formula One simulator at the London event. The simulation seats. Now, those simulation seats where you can uh, have real-time information and it allows to – they want you to be able to pick your driver, pick your experience. Uh, all you need is just the you know the ratio suspension, acceleration, so you can actually feel like you're inside the car driving. Those are only ten grand, So they're a little out of price mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, for stadiums these days. But uh, they could broadcast live content through the network and pop-up theaters around the world so people could experience all over. I mean, it, mm. some really cool technology is coming. And remember, this is all tied into uh, A-L-E-X-A, 
uh, since I can't say it. Yeah, the Amazon unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's 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 this is the stuff that makes it really cool, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I know, mm-hmm. I know. And sad news, uh, and it really kind of ticks me off. Uh, in Greece, um, uh, Santorini is one of Greece's most beautiful islands, uh, home to incredible views, prehistoric ruins, volcanic craters, and much, much more. Uh, and around twelve hundred eager visitors arrive on cruise ships each day between May and October. And what you do is you they drop you off from the cruise ship, and then you go and you get on a donkey and ride through the island uh, for the day. And uh, that's wonderful, and then you hop on it. But now they're making uh, a law that uh, no more fat people can ride the donkeys. Uh, if you weigh uh, over 220 pounds, uh, you're not riding a donkey. How's that story making you feel? I, I'm very upset. Why? Uh, they, these people are trying to think that... <laughs> it's for fat people. That, that should be upset. I mean, can, the, can we have something to ride around the island with? Are we just left with nothing? <laughs> is that is that what it is? We're not good enough? I mean, this is ticking me off here. Now, the people are worried. You know, the, is there a front end loader treatment. that could get you around? Hmm. Something like that, maybe? Hmm. I really wasn't thinking about that particular <laughs> item, but I mean, okay. okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> something. Yeah, something. I mean, they were sure. worried about the treatment of the donkeys. I mean, yeah, you don't want to kill the donkeys. The poor donkeys. Uh, they don't need none of that. I don't give a crap about the donkeys. Just give me the big donkey. The biggest donkey you got. Let's go. You'll kill it, Jeffy. We all know you'd kill it. <laughs> so, How'd that camel do? Uh, over, well, remember it's the, dead. Remember, it's, the camel's dead. Remember the, it died. Yeah, it sure you were with me, right? You yeah, I was with you. I was with you. I remember, never forget that camel was so pissed when he stopped yeah. walking up. But it the, screamed, Get off me! <laughs> but the, one at a time! But the better one, he but, thought like 18 people were on top of him. 18 people were on top mm-hmm. of him. That's mm-hmm. what he thought. Mm-hmm. That's what he thought. Yeah. I just thought didn't like think he, it for long though, because you killed him. He's gone. We lost him. We lost the camel. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's and sad. for Jeffy, I'm mean, talking about pointless. That's death. why I'm thinking maybe a front end loader might get you around Instead the island. Of donkey. Yeah. 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 Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Ryan Patrick writes, uh, Jeffy doesn't do coke. Uh, he just likes the smell. <laughs> uh-huh. So he, he bends down and he sniffs it. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I think you're right, Ryan. Uh, from just GD Chapel, not the prolific GD Chapel. Oh, this no. is apparently just GD Chapel. It's just the GD, okay. Obama had Jay-Z. Trump has Kanye to West. Uh... Music and politics have really gone downhill since Reagan and Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't... So you're saying Jay-Z and Kanye West aren't good? Huh. Hmm. I mean... What, racist? Anyone? Right? Well, he said... Uh, um, he said music and politics. Yeah. It's true. He's exactly right, actually. Uh, from KY's Spunkin' Bronuts... It's going to take some time to fully test this theory, but if Keith lives to 100 on only Totina's pizza, we may be on to something. 
That is about all you eat, right? Totino's pizza every I day? I mean, every Isn't that now your and diet? Then, yeah, I might mix in a like a bowl of cereal at some point. But yeah, pretty much just <laughs> straight up Totino's, baby. You literally have pizza every day. Am I right? Right? No, no, no. It's most... Most well, days. Yes. Most days? Many, many, many days. I think... Yeah. <laughs> Today, yes. I had Chick-fil-A. Many, 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 many days. Today, I mixed it up. I you did? Chick-fil-A, yeah. You had Chick-fil-A? Yeah, it's a leftover. That's like a chicken wrap of sorts. How do you have a leftover Chick-fil-A? Man, I... It was Carrie's. I've, I've never... I didn't know there was such a thing. Carrie ordered if a wrap. If I'm at the... Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, I guarantee there's no leftovers. We could eat there with 45 people. And if they can't eat it, I can. There'd be no leftovers at Chick-fil-A. They weren't my leftovers, I'd like to point <laughs> so, out, okay? So. All right. 888-900-3393. Uh, told you about San Francisco. Uh, they are the public poop capital of the nation now. Uh, this is <laughs> something so great for them that I'm very. Ex- I'm really excited for San Francisco. This is a long time coming. They've been working on it really, really hard, and they finally got there. Uh, they might be one of the most expensive places to live. In the world, uh, but yeah. they are now the feces capital of America. Now, this just says America. I don't know if it's the world. A new study by the real estate listing website, <laughs> Reality Hop, <clears throat> declares uh, the California tech hub to be the worst place in the United States for poop sightings <laughs> with 10 Times as many as New York and 20 times more than Chicago. According to the study compiled from publicly available uh, 311 data, there were 20, get this, geez, 21,000 incidents of feces complaints last year. There's only 365 days in the year, so divide. 365 by 21,000 or vice versa, I mean. So these are all original poop sightings. It's not like the same pile getting reported 100 times. Right. Whoa. It's an average of 456 sightings uh, for every, uh, for each of San Francisco's 47 square miles. Okay, 456 sightings for each of San Francisco's 47 square miles. In 2017, San Francisco's worst year so far in feces complaints. Uh, but the, it looks like 2018 is going to be even worse. But they, because we've got 16,000 so far this year, and the year's not over yet. 16,000 calls already about it. Uh, last year, they had 9,500 calls about uh, used needles. You imagine that? I mean, the safety issue alone. You know, we joke about the poop situation. <laughs> And it's nasty, and and that's a, that can be a health hazard too. But the needle situation—if if you step on that and it goes through somehow, or you're walking down the street in uh, flip flops or sandals or whatever—and you you get a needle in the side of your—I mean, that could cause AIDS. You could get all kinds of stuff from that. Mm. Uh, it's just really. When are they going to do something about it? Well, they are. I guess they're trying to do something about it. They're spending, what was it? Was it sixty million? No. Okay. They've yeah. They they've budgeted sixty five million to clean up the streets this year. And you get a good salary if you're in charge of right? like cleaning like the toilets or something. There. What was it? It was. If I'm not mistaken, it was a hundred and seventy five thousand or something. Something close to that. One hundred and seventy five thousand dollars to be on the poop patrol. Poop patrol. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, brings us to <clears throat> Al Gore's got a bunch of uh, uh, his favorite songs about San Francisco that he wanted to sing today in honor of them achieving this greatness. You know, it is the feces capital of the nation. And so Al wanted to sing about it. I left my poop in San Francisco. Piled high on the street. I got thumb on my feet. But also there's this. <laughs> when the poop drops on the sidewalk and the sun beats down all day, hey, you don't want to be that air in that city. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. No, you don't. So you think it stinks here? Well, my friend, I think so too. You don't want to be there in that city any day of the week. I say, no, 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 you don't. Because here's the thing. We built this city. We trashed this city because we're all libs. Trash this city. We trashed this city because we're all libs. There's the musical interlude here tell you about global warming with our waves that are causing this problem we're a bunch of morons and we all know that but we also know this too that Jeffy's real fat <laughs> we're knee deep in the feces so don't forget to wipe the whole city stinks. It's completely ripe. Look, right there, somebody's squatting. I think he's about to go. Please don't remember. We trashed this city. We trashed this city because we're all libs. We trashed this city. We trashed this city because we're all libs. Trash this city. <laughs> we trashed this city because we're all libs. All right, there. There's just a, f- a few San Francisco songs that Al wanted to share in honor of reaching this really incredible uh, milestone. Is that all on Al Gore's debut CD? All <laughs> yes. those tracks? Yes, they'll all be on his uh, latest. Um, wow. So be looking for that very soon. And be looking for the tweets that will assure us that uh, Al Gore will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before, before <laughs> You know those are coming. Uh, they've been coming. They've, they've already, yeah, they've already <laughs> happened, I'm sure. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, we were sharing the uh, World War One 
uh, the trailer for the for the new movie that uh, Peter Jackson is doing, and apparently we have a a World War One reenactor, Andrew from New York, on the line. Hey, Andrew, you're on the blaze. Well, uh, happy hey. fall to you there in uh, in Texas. I know you only get one day of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, thank you. Well, um, I uh, I started uh, doing my reenacting. Um, career i guess you could call it um started off doing the first world war and then um i took a little bit of time off from that to do the uh 1812 bicentennial but uh, uh there's this absolutely um amazing site in uh, in pennsylvania uh uh-huh. newville where um, the great war association bought an old farm and they've dug trenches they've put in shell craters um Wow. The barbed wire is real. I've been stuck in it. Not exactly the most fun thing. But um, my my first event was um, about uh, 13 years ago. And I was just out of high school. And it's it's really kind of surreal um, when the, the flares are going off at night. And you hear the, the vicars and the maxims going off. And then... Uh, Next thing you hear is this this uh, really high pitched whistle sound, and then a bunch of yelling. And uh, the uh, I portray one of the Germans, and the the Brits had launched an assault at us. And uh-huh. you know, when when you're you're fresh out of high school, and there's nothing around to tell you that it's not 1917 or 1918. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm only a little ashamed to admit that my initial reaction was to set down my rifle, grab the sides of my helmet, and try to crawl up inside of it. Because it, it, <laughs> it was as real as you could be uh, without the... Uh, the only things really missing were live ammunition, um, rats, the smell, and of course the uh, the poison gas. We've got uh, colored smoke to, to simulate that. But, right, and uh, of course the dysentery and the, uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. plague... Um, So there's a few things. Poison gas. um, Enough alcohol can kind of stimulate (laughs) the dysentery for you. And, well, of course, I wasn't doing that at my first event, not able to uh, Uh to drink because, you know. Oh, of course not. uh, Right. Well, the the American reenactors, they only had another year of it anyway until that uh, Volstead Act took that away anyway but <laughs> so how but, do you um, how did you get entangled in the world war one reenactments uh were, well, um, were all the civil war reenactments done in that area or nobody well, was there's, there's a lot of uh, civil war reenacting but um when when i was three years old i found my great grandpa's um uh garrison cap mm-hmm. from the u.s army air corps Mm-hmm. Uh, in World War One, and I've got his um, his unit photograph, 19th uh, Spruce Squadron. Um, he was in uh, Vancouver, Washington, uh, for the war. Wow! And um, when you know, when you're three years old, wow, neat looking hat. Yeah. And so I put that on my bookshelf at home, and um, just bit by bit started to uh, to read up on it. Uh, my great grandma was. Uh, she was 103 when she passed away. I was in third grade, and I remember her uh, telling a couple of stories about, um, you know, being stateside during uh, during the war. Mm-hmm. And um, now, nobody's ever told you that a, this is a, a somewhat dorky thing to do, have they? Yes, certainly nobody would disparage oh, no, that. Uh, no, good. 
No, no see, that's not. why we have bayonets and shovels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for sharing, Andrew. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, nobody would ever say that's dorky. No. Nerdy. Uh, no, no. Furthest you, thought from you, my you, mind. You did, it didn't even cross your mind, right? Did not. Right. Sure. No. Okay. Uh, Henry in Ohio, you're on the blaze. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey, hey. Keith. Hey, hey. Good to talk to you. You too. I'm coming to you as the ambassador from Cleveland. Oh. Okay. That's a and tough I'm gig. quite happy to say that we relinquish our crown of the most crappy city in America, <laughs> San Francisco. Do you have a at big... least we have the Rock Hall. Is there a big is there a big problem with poop in in uh, Cleveland on the streets? Only in sports, only in sports teams. Okay, all right. Okay. But you know what? At least we have the Rock Hall. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. A two win football team, unlike um, Atlanta. Unlike Atlanta, that's a good point. Keith, it's a good point. Yep, that's a good point there, Henry. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Hit that one right out of the park. Thanks, Henry. Appreciate it. Uh, that stung a little bit, didn't it? And it stung. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's say you just get a you just got a threatening letter from some bank that you don't recognize, and in, when you open it up, it says that they're foreclosing on your home because you made zero payments on your hundred thousand dollar home equity loan, and you think, well, this must be some kind of scam because I haven't taken out a home equity loan. But the problem is, uh, some identity thief did that for you. Takes them just a few minutes to do this online because all the home titles and mortgages are now stored online. And these thieves get access to your home mortgage in about 15 minutes and can transfer it to a state quit title deed. Then they forge your signature and then they take it to another bank and they take out a loan against your home equity. Or sometimes they could even sell the home out from underneath you. It's just really horrible. And it's so costly. This is like the most expensive identity theft there can be. And there's no bank. There's no identity identity theft program or insurance that protects you. What there is, is Home Title Lock. Do what I did. Sign up with Home Title Lock right now for just pennies a day. They'll put a barrier around your home's title and your mortgage. And then the instant they detect any tampering, they get on there to help shut it down. If you have elderly parents who own their home still, you might want to purchase this for them because um, they can be a victim very easily. It's the fastest growing identity theft uh, crime in America. You can find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $100 search for free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. The scenes of devastation in Florida is just Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you want to help, go to mercuryone.org and just click on that link. And you can donate or you can sign up to uh, volunteer. We're, we're going to need a lot of volunteers, too, to go in and help. Uh, when when Once they assess all the damage and what needs to be done, uh, then there's going to be a lot of work to do. Just like there was last year in Houston. Uh, 888-933-93. But it literally looks like, a, like bombs went off. Mm-hmm. And just destroyed homes all over the beach. It's, it's sad. Really sad. A lot of people have lost their homes completely. I mean, it looks, there's piles of rubble, kindling. Turn the homes into kindling. Mm. Uh, you, you see vacant lot after vacant lot where homes used to stand that were either blown down and washed out to sea, or in some cases, the rubble is still there. 
portions of homes have collapsed, portions of buildings and entire buildings have collapsed. I mean, the, the most ridiculous wind that I've ever experienced were like gusts of 70 miles an hour, right? Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's a, a ridiculous that's a stiff day. wind. You got stuff blowing all over the place. This is this more is than twice that. More than twice that. 155 yeah. sustained, right? There's not many structures ah. that can stand up to that. Ah, just it has to be people. built to withstand that in order to withstand something like that. Well, and they, they were in a hotel. Remember that? They were in a hotel yeah. that was supposed to survive a Category 4 hurricane. And the roof Steel fell off and, and concrete reinforced, and still the roof came down. <sighs> just... Frightening and, and horrific for everybody who is experiencing it. Plus, then you've got the power outages. And in Florida, it's probably hot. You know, I, I don't know if they've got the cold front that we have now that it's dropped it all the way to the what, upper 60s. Um, but, you know, you've got no power. You Your food is going to spoil. And this is another indication of why you need some preparation. Mm-hmm. You need to store some food. Uh, because FEMA FEMA might not be there yet. FEMA might take some time to get in there. So, always a good idea to be prepared. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, now um, huge reductions we're being told in meat eating are going to be essential to avoid dangerous climate change. Oh, no. That's according, Keith, to the most comprehensive analysis yet of the food system's impact on the environment. In Western countries, of course, beef consumption, the evil consumption of beef needs to stop. We've got to curb that. It's got to fall by 90%. Oh, wow. And this was a comprehensive study. Comprehensive. The most most comprehensive comprehensive to date. So here we go. Okay, good information here. Okay. Beef consumption. If you're one of those evil people who still eat animal product. That's me. Oh, really? I I do. Oh, man. I'm mostly mostly vegetarian now. Mostly? Mostly. I I mean, yes, I do eat some fish fish and a little bit of chicken from time to time. Chicken? And then also, um, you know, every once in a while, some pork. Pork. Yeah, the other white meat, you know. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I'm not above having beef from time to time. But beef. that's about it. Mostly I'm vegetarian. Well, what kind of beef are we talking about? Like all kinds of beef. Roast, steak. But like uh, cow stuff? Ribs, cow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How cow, about like buffaloes? Buffalo, like, oh. I'll eat that. Okay. Uh, I'll eat a little elk or deer from time to time. But, like, just, no alligator. Just a few exceptions. I've only tasted alligator once, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it that much. It was like tough chicken, so I, I stopped eating that. I've never had ostrich. I, you know, like uh, wildebeest, don't eat it. Bear, lion, I don't eat. I'm, so mostly I'm vegetarian. So it's fair to say that. I if, eat very if, few animals. If you have the complete. No dog or cat. At yeah, all. Right. The whole animal spectrum. Yeah. In I mean, front if you, you think about all the meat on right, the earth, right. I only eat a tiny, tiny fraction of it. I think it's fair to say. Mostly based, vegetarian. Based on that, you're mostly vegetarian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. so uh, hmm. um, yeah, vegetarian without eating vegetables, as you know. And the only way I get vegetables. <laughs> now, wait a minute. It's, of course, with Field of Greens. Uh, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> anyway, in Western countries, we're so evil that we continue to consume these things, and that needs to fall by 90%, and we need to replace our beef consumption 
by eating five times more beans and pulses. What? What are pulses? Oh, hell. I got to Google this. <laughs> what? What's up? Beans and pulses? Ugh. Beans. Okay. okay well, that's, right. uh, I guess it's a. What's a pulse? Pulses include all beans, peas, and lentils, such as baked beans, chickpeas, and what? Okay, I've never so heard that term. I haven't either. That's this a, is that's a story a from Britain, I bet. The research also finds that enormous changes to farming are needed to avoid destroying the planet's ability to feed the 10 billion people expected to be on the planet in a mm-hmm. few decades. Uh, food production already causes great damage, of course, to the environment, as you know, via greenhouse gases from livestock deforestation and water shortages from farming and vast ocean dead zones from agricultural pollution. But without action, its impact will get far worse as the population rises by 2.3 billion uh, in 2050 and global income triples, enabling more people to eat meat-rich Western diets. Oh, no. That's a bad thing. Oh, no. People's quality of life are going, oh, it's going up. It's going to destroy the earth. Look at that. Look at that. We've gotten so prosperous now. Capitalism has worked so well. America has been so productive that what they're worried about is global income tripling, allowing people to eat more. I cannot. That's a problem now. Take it. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. Count your blessings instead of bitching about everything. How about that? Hmm. How about that, Libs? That would be great. I I mean... First of all, these cattle, the livestock, the pigs, the cows, all of that, what is it about them that causes global warming? It's their flatulence, right? It releases methane gas. That's what we're told all the time. It's the methane gas from farm animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, killing them and eating them, doesn't that... It takes them out of the flatulence neighborhood. The thing is, is it's never good enough. Like, it's there's never no good enough. answer. There I is know. no answer. Right. Because everything that you respond with is wrong. Is a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but the, the actual preparation and and, and uh, a slaughter uh, of, and then transportation of the food to the markets where people can buy it and go ahead and eat, fill their stomachs and get nutrition, that... Oh, it causes more global warming than even their flatulence does. <laughs> yeah, does it? So, yeah, it's a problem that the global... I love this. That the global income is going to triple. Triple! And that's a problem, allowing people to eat more. Nuts. It's nuts. It's a crazy, ridiculous world we live in. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More of it coming up. Mellow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. No music this time. No. no okay. No. All right. We. I guess. Uh, I guess we've screwed up our system and. Well, that hurts. And so uh, there's no music to but, get us uh, back. But now wow. we're back and we're back on the well, TV now, as well. We're back. We're Good back on boarded. television and the radio hmm. and the internet. Everybody, good morning wow, and right. welcome to it. We are ubiquitous, if you will. Uh, and I will. I, I think I will. A um, couple of interesting items here. Um, children over the age of 12 in a Virginia town can now be jailed and fined for trick-or-treating. This is stupid. This is hard to believe. Come on. How can this be true? It's actually, if it wasn't on the blaze, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd believe it. 
Children over 12 in Chesapeake, Virginia, will face fines and jail time if they're caught trick-or-treating this year. According to the Chesapeake Town Code, any child age 13 or over could see up to six months in jail and be subject to fines ranging anywhere from $25 to $100. (laughs) That can't be. Yeah, it cannot be. So you trick-or-treat at somebody's house, they can call the police and have you arrested? And, and the police would arrest a 13-year-old and take them to jail for six months? I don't think so. Is that possible? Uh, I'm finding this story everywhere. The code states, here's their code. Okay, here we go. What city council put this into law? You have to wonder to yourself. If any person over the age of 12 years shall engage in the activity commonly known as trick-or-treat, or any other activity similar of similar character or nature under any name whatsoever, he or she shall be guilty of a misdemeanor and shall be punished by a fine of not less than $25, no, nor more than $100, or by confinement in jail for not more than six months, or both. You could get both. You could get the $100 and six months in jail if you're 13 years old. And you go trick-or-treating. Come on. Come on. The website stipulates that an older child taking a younger child trick-or-treating is okay. So if you're 13, you're taking your little brother who's 10. The 13-year-old won't be arrested. However, don't let me catch that kid actually Mm -hmm. with a pumpkin up there or a sack of some sort Mm -hmm. putting candy into it. Don't let me catch that happening. What a scoff law. Right. Um, this goes back to 1967. Yeah. Does it really? Have they ever enforced this law? I'd uh, like to know. Yeah, that have I don't know. But this ever apparently enforced? goes back to a Halloween gone wrong in 1967. Oh, no. A kid really? threw a firecracker into another's treat bag. Oh, <coughs> we've hated people. We've hated each other for mm-hmm. a long time. For a long time. Uh, a treat bag. And a 14-year-old boy was stabbed in the chest. Near uh, Robert E. Lee Elementary School. Well, it's probably all the hate seeping mm. out of that school mm-hmm. because of the name. Racist. Um, my goodness. So uh, the ordinance is, you know, goes back to the 60s. Uh, wow. I'm trying to find out, though, if it's ever been. Yeah, I'd like to know force. if anybody's ever been arrested and spent time in jail for trick or treat. Trick or treat. Hands up against the wall, feet back and spread them, kid. Mm-hmm. That would be. Uh, uh, interesting to see. Yeah, that, it just says that um, the ordinance remains in place, but as long as your teen isn't out causing any mischief, they'll be just fine. I will say this. I retired from trick-or-treating at 12 years old. That's about time, yeah. Yeah, I think 12 years old is about right. You know, you stop. But I should it be a, a uh, crime? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. But you, of course, were docile, Um on Halloween nights. Yeah, exactly. I, I did that, the right, right? thing mm-hmm. you stayed when home. I became 13. You stayed home. Went out with my friends and caused trouble. You know, threw eggs at people and things like that. That's what you're supposed to do. There may be an ordinance um, against that kind of really? stuff. Really? Kind of, what kind of world do we live in where you can't throw eggs at people? Or I mean, yeah, uh, cars? Or You were on the mean streets. Yeah, a little true. different right, where yes. you grew up yes. as opposed to the rest of us. <laughs> so. Right. Also, a Philadelphia representative has proposed a bill to drug test all Pennsylvania lawmakers. This is something we need to take to our nation's capital, Sure do. If it's good for one, it's good for all. That's what one Pennsylvania lawmaker 
is arguing in a new proposal that would require all state lawmakers to be tested for illegal drugs. <laughs> Philadelphia County Rep. Uh, Angel Cruz submitted House Bill 620 as an amendment to uh, some Senate bill, which calls for drug testing for Pennsylvanians on welfare and other state assistance programs. It actually, I, I think that's a good idea. I love it. because That's like, a good idea. Think about this. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to assume in most states you have to submit a drug test to be um, employed on a state level, right? Yeah. Any state job, yeah, I would so imagine. Why not, why not lawmakers? So why are these guys exempt? Wouldn't lawmakers be even more important? I'm going to look up Pennsylvania. Right. Lawmakers yeah. are the lawmakers, and we're not above the law, Cruz said. I'm, a, I'm in favor of both this. You should yeah. test the welfare recipients, and you should test the lawmakers. I think that's fine. Yep. He's also championed uh, three prior variations of the same bill, but with no success. And with just five days left in the current session, he actually doesn't expect his amendment or the Senate bill to pass this year either. So hmm. another one down in flames, which is a really good idea, but they never go along with the good ideas. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania may conduct pre-employment drug and alcohol testing of applicants for positions. Any other type of drug and alcohol testing for an employee uh, requires a legal determination, blah, blah, blah. So it sounds like absolutely it, it can be required uh, to have a state job in Pennsylvania. So, mm-hmm. so they should be subject to it as well. Sure should. Hmm. The uh, sixth largest jackpot in Mega Millions history yeah. up for grabs on Tuesday night, and nobody won it, right? Right, nobody won it. So how much am I so going to win this week? now the lottery officials say the top prize reached $470 million with $265.3 million cash payout. So how much cash am I getting from this? Uh, three, what was it? The jackpot for Friday's drawing. Okay, yeah. the next one that we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will be an estimated five hundred forty-eight million. Okay. The cash value is three hundred nine point two million. Three hundred nine point two. That would be the third biggest Mega Millions ever. Three hundred and nine million dollars. Could I you make ends meet on I that? I might be able to make it. After taxes, you got to lop off about forty percent. So oh, snap. Uh, it's like hundred and sixty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not quite. Yeah, one sixty, one seventy, somewhere in there. We could, we could. I we can't could make scrimp. it on one hundred and seventy million. I don't. I'm gonna say I could give it a shot. Probably have to have a part time job on the side if I mm. only won one hundred and seventy million. Kind of pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hardly even worth going after when it's just one hundred and seventy million. That you're gonna you know what? It's home. not worth it. I don't, it's not worth. You're it. right. You know what? It's not even worth the it. gas to get down there to mm-hmm. buy the ticket. It's like sometimes you know the jackpot's twenty million dollars. <laughs> they spit at twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mega Millions record haul was $656 million. That was shared, though, by people in three different states. Ugh, wow. Share. Uh, then there was one that was $648 million. That was uh, won by a couple people, one in California, one in Georgia. The biggest prize won on a single ticket ever was somebody won $543 million. Mm. Oh, but still, even that, though, was an office pool of 11 co-workers. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And they had to divide it 11 different ways. Huh! That sucks. So that's not even $54 million apiece. Uh. <laughs> okay. How great would it be to win that kind of money? I mean, how long... Would you even... Do you even make the phone call to work? Or do you just say, yeah, they'll eventually catch on? 
Well, remember, Jeffy told us about the guy who, the construction worker guy, kept mm-hmm. going to work, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he took the time to safe keep that ticket. And That's get a really lawyer. smart, too. Get Don't a, tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anybody you won. Be cool. Go to a lawyer or uh, an accountant, somebody who can help you, you know, divide the money up to different banks because you're going to need a bunch of banks to put the money in. And, you know, figure out what you're going to do with it. But don't tell anybody because then you're going to be deluged with people. And you, you're going to be overwhelmed. So once you're set, you can do what you want with the money. You know, you can help people if you want. Yep. Go to France if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, do whatever you want to. But when you tell people initially, you're just going to get, I mean, what a nightmare that would be. What a nightmare. Boy. What would your first purchase be if you won $300 million? Uh, can you purchase restraining orders for Jeffy? Keep him at bay? <laughs> or is that something? Uh, I don't think you need to buy that. No. My first purchase, uh, oh, pay off my house. Yeah. That's what I'd do, too. Yeah. Practical stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy myself later, but and then maybe buy a second house uh, in the mountains somewhere. You know, um, maybe Utah, Montana, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Wyoming, we heard, is the safest uh, for natural disasters. Safest place in the country for that. Until, of course, Old Faithful goes off uh, the super volcano and kills everyone in the uh, entire Western United States then that won't be such a great place to live. So, I, No, I that know. would... Uh, you're right. I mean, you, you just need to confirm that is accurate. It would not be a safe place to live. Uh, no, not if, with a super volcano happened. going off. Mm-hmm. That just, that's not good. Um, it went off like 180 million years ago or something, and I, I think it you know, did some damage. Not a lot of people remember that. Jeffy's the only one who was here at the time, so, uh, and his memory's not that good. So you might as well not ask him about it, but he was there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a man has found his dog living on the streets. Oh, you're gonna play my animal video after a three year yes. search. This is a heartwarming video, sure according is. to Keith. Yes, it is. Another Keith animal video. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Let's see the guy. So this dog. is supposed to warm the cockles yeah. of your heart, except I had my cockles surgically removed many years yeah, okay, ago. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't have cockles. So this is not going to warm your cockles. It's not going to warm them. Um, but you got this dog. has been missing for three years. This is in the country right. of Georgia. Let's... And the guy's wandering around. He gets a tip. Hey, he's hanging out in front of this theater. Okay. I can't wait. Here it is. Okay. Here's what happened. Look at that. <laughs> Where's the dog? Georgie. Georgie. Dog's not even excited to see him. Oh, now he is. Yeah, way to ruin it, Pat. Look at that. He's so happy. That's adorable. He's howling, though. He's not happy. He's howling. He can't speak words. This is how he emotes, man. Okay, so it's really cute, right? It's really cute. It's cute. It's, it's cute. nice. All right. That w- so that would have warmed cockles if I had. Them if you still, had, them. but now, I, I don't this, have them. This video, we we only gave you about thirty seconds mm. there. It's about six minutes in length, and of course, I continued wow. to watch it. And um, and what happens? Well, it cuts for a moment, and then and then it it reappears, and then it's. I guess he's pulling up at the house, mm-hmm. and remember, it's a heartwarming video. I hadn't seen his dog for three years. Mm. Let's play the second video. Okay. All right, pulling up here. What are they doing? Why are they carrying the camera in the back of the... No, you didn't. 
No, you didn't put the dog in the trunk! <laughs> yeah, you did. You the put the dog. The dog has been missing for three years! Put the dog in the trunk? And you drove him back home in the trunk? Wouldn't you be arrested for that in America? Oh my gosh! The dog's like, oh good, I got out of the trunk! Anyhow. The dog's like, I'm going back out on the street. This guy's a douchebag. He locked me in the trunk! I was in the trunk for like an hour! I don't know how long. But it like ruined the heartwarming feeling. The warm fuzzies were just evaporated when he. Uh, yeah, it did. The trunk is opening. No, he's not. No, the dog's not. A, the dog isn't. That's great. Uh, I was reading a story last night about a person who has been homeless for a while, uh, which is even more heart wrenching than the dog. Who was on the street for, what, three years, yes, you said? Mm-hmm. Well, this guy from the National Hockey League, uh, he oh, had made... Yeah. Have you read about him? Yes, yes, He's yes. in Canada, and he's homeless now. During his hockey career, he made $13 million. He had a 15-year career. Joe, his, Joe Murphy. Yeah, Joe Murphy. His last three years, he had, a, he had a three-year $10 million contract. So the guy made $10 million in his last three years. However... Now he's on the street, and he's been on the street for several years, and he's estranged from his family, and he's goes in and out of being, you know, coherent because they think he has CTE. He got severe, horrible concussions during his hockey career, and it changed his personality, they say. But the guy will go in and out of really great memory from his hockey days. He'll say, you know, coherent things. About his life, and then he'll be mumbling gibberish uh, the next minute. Then he's telling a story about his hockey. Then he's telling a story about his dad treating him badly. Then he's off on some other tangent, and then he's okay again for a while. It's kind of weird, but this this reporter spent a lot of time with him, and apparently, you know, hockey they they love hockey in Canada, and he's in this small Canadian town, and they the police found out who he was, and then it kind of spread through the community. So people will stop by and give him stuff all the time because they're huge fans. And he they can't get him off the street, though, because he doesn't want to go. But towards the end of the story, he talks about how uh, they got somebody from the NHL who deals with um, you know former hockey players and helping them and one of his former teammates. And they, they flew up there to Canada to try to find him, and they did find him, and they got him a, an apartment, and they set him up with food, and they you know they got him all situated, and then he left it all. That's just so hard. What do you do with people who don't want help? I don't, I don't know what to do. It's easy for you. You can put the dog in the trunk and just drive him back home. You can't put the person in the trunk and just drive him back home. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's hard. And you know, like the like the reporter said, you can't force him. You can't force him to stay in a place so he doesn't freeze to death outside in Canada. It's already snowing there. You can't force him to live in an apartment. You can't force him to go to a shelter. Really tough. It's a tough situation. I, I don't know what to do about it. Um, but it was that that was a heart wrenching story. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More pack Ray unleashed uh, coming up here in a second. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Uh, This is a great service. You're going to find a really good realtor here because these realtors know what they're doing. We've we've seriously researched and vetted them. 
uh, based on a bunch of things like their knowledge and are they full time and what's their track record like and are they fans of the show, which I think is really important because you want to have that in common with them. You don't want to find out that they're, you know, some kind of psychotic Beto fan. You don't want that. Mm-mm. You don't want that. Because then it's like, okay, um, <laughs> you know, I decided I'm not selling my house anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it. So and then you day. call somebody else. Bye-bye. And you go to realestateagentsitrust.com because that's not going to happen there. They're going to be Ted Cruz fans. <laughs> so yes. go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find them. They're going to tell you about your curb appeal, what the house needs to look like, what kind, what kind of paint you need, what color paint people are looking for now. They'll take the pictures that you need to place on the internet to get people interested to come and see it in person. They'll they'll be able to advise you on you know what the market is like and how much you can charge for your house. Where do you want it listed? When do you want it listed? All of those things, they'll know. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got 1,200 of the best agents in America working to earn your trust. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. There are lots of ways to get your news. But combing through all of the nonsense is time-consuming. We can help. Weeknights at 5.30 Eastern, we talk about the important stories. And why they matter. Tell us why the story matters. We don't just give you the news. We give you the news, and we tell you why it matters to you. Pat, why is this so important? Stu, why did you pick this story? Cut through all the clutter with the news and why it matters. We are so oversensitive, we can't even have fun with a freaking cartoon. The news and why it matters. Weeknights at 5.30 Eastern on the Blaze TV. Pat Gray. Pat, why does it matter? None of your business. Okay, get off me. I don't have to tell you. Wow. I don't have to tell you why the news matters. He's referring I don't to, have a to promo that just aired. Right. Exactly. And, um, if you're joining us from the TV side, you probably don't know that. And you're still you're still bitter. And I'm still bitter about being asked. Yeah. Why it's a none of your business. Story, why? What news story? Sarah. Was it? Yeah. What news story? Was I don't it know. That you were bitter Whatever about it was, that. it was none of her business. If I wanted to tell you, I would have volunteered that information, right? <laughs> All right, uh, News and Why It Matters, by the way, on today uh, at 5.30 Eastern, which is it's a great show. You're going to love it. By the way, Jeffy is G-chatting me right now. He wants to know if I won the lottery, if I win the Mega Millions um, <laughs> mm-hmm. coming up on Friday, the 309 million, whatever it is, Yeah, would I be here on Monday? And the answer is no, of course. No, the answer is yes. You would be here on Monday? I don't want to tip Jeffy off, especially after this conversation that he and I are having, because now he'll know something's up, and then mm-hmm. he's going to come and get that ticket from me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, um, okay. you're stuck with me for at least I'm the telling you, if I, if I won it, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do, do the lottery, but if I did, mm-hmm. no chance am I here on Monday. You, you want to lay low? You Getting up at 3.30 cool. in the morning? Nope. Nope. Oh, I forgot. Bye-bye. I got to get up at 3.30. I will not be here Bye-bye. if I win the lottery. Nope. Correction. <laughs> Actually, I think, honestly, if I'm to be honest, I think I would be here. I, I do it because I love it, and I, I wouldn't do it because I need to. And that would be so freeing, wouldn't it? You can say whatever you want to say every day. Wow. Until they throw you right out of here, and then it doesn't matter. Oh, you're well. going to buy the place from uh, that big- <laughs> Glenn guy down the hall? Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe. And then nobody could throw me out of here. Wow. Would you, I own the dump. Would, It'd be great. Would you commute to this place or would you build it at your house? No, I would definitely or? put a studio in the house. Yeah. And then I don't have to go anywhere. Where, where, awesome. where are you going to let Glenn do his show from? Just from here? Everybody else has to come yeah, in Yeah, he he's got to come in. So. Does that mean I get to go to your house every day? Yes. No. You'd, you'd produce a show from your house. How do I do that? <laughs> 
I don't know. We'd have to work that out. You'd have to figure it out. It's not, I'm not the producer. I don't know. What do I know about it? very committed to me right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 888-933-93. And in Pat Unleashed. Uh, use the hashtag. Put that in your pipe. Uh, from Jeffy is fat. <laughs> what a fantastic Twitter handle. It's a good handle. Uh, I thought that carnivores were eco-friendly in that we're all eating all of the farting cattle. Yeah, see, that's Thank what I, I thought so, too. We are saving the earth one ribeye at a time. From Millennial Falcon, uh, would Pat eat frog legs? Oh. And what is that in reference to? Well, you're talking about you're a vegetarian, but you Oh, eat, yeah, you know, would I eat frog legs? Bacon, yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh-uh. No, I don't. See, you're total vegetarian. So. It's right? right. I mean, you're right I at the am cusp so of being close. a technical, technical vegetarian. I'm right on the edge of vegetarianism. I mean, it's like a handful I'm of almost animals. a a psychotic vegan. In fact, almost. Right. You you but take not quite. every animal on Noah's Ark and just dump them out, and there's only a few there's that like you're going to eat. A few, like a handful that I would eat. See, vegetarian. Uh, from Tom Sheehan. So you can ID children to see if they're not too old for trick or treating, but requesting ID for voting is racist. <laughs> <laughs> yep i like it yep like that's it. a, a good observation uh also we have this crazy video that we've had for about i don't know nine weeks or something keith keeps pushing this thing too because it's, it's awesome apparently there was a little atv accident yeah so a newscaster lady is uh standing up about to do her live shot and, is this uh, a foreign no this is maine oh state of maine okay in the state of maine they're doing it at a tv uh report mm-hmm. and some people <laughs> Go drive by in an ATV. Yeah, Here's watch what happens. This video. Oh. 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 oh, and they both got up. They both get up. They walk Holy away. The crap. chick has the wherewithal to come back okay? and pick up her backpack. Wow. Can we see that one more time? Yeah, let's see this. That was really something. They just they spill over, and the ATV rolls over the top of them. Ow. Here they come. You hear them. Oh! Holy crap! And instantly they both get up. It's just like Russian dash cam videos. Nobody ever. Nobody got hurt. Nobody ever gets hurt. They're fine. Look at that. One of them was a girl too, right? Mm Jeez. How did you turn that thing over going straight? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's a terrible driver, man. That's what you should be doing the report on. Dude, okay, I, I don't want you driving anymore, okay? I don't know what just happened here, but it was stupid. All right, we will uh, see you tomorrow uh-huh. here on Pat Grand Leashed on The Blaze. And uh, more on trivia. Don't forget, more on trivia, second hour tomorrow.